This podcast is brought to you in collaboration with The Sway. And when they sent me an email saying, did you know that a staggering 80% of women across the globe are unsatisfied with their sex lives? I was like, yeah, that's literally all I bang on about. So I knew that they were a company that I would be really happy to collaborate with. The Sway really want to change those numbers. And what they offer is a subscription service like no other, aiming to enable and empower women to explore and enjoy their sex lives. Sway subscribers receive bi-monthly themed pleasure packages with products from and toys to spice up your sex life. It gets delivered to you in a completely nondescript box so your neighbours will not know the passion that you are about to experience. Um, And each box comes with different themes. So there'll be uh, a couple of products within each box and then it comes with a guide to teach you and your partner how to use those things. Each box has a theme like sensual massage or light teas and it offers couples a brand new and exciting experience every time. Absolutely perfect to sit down with your partner and make a really great night of it doing things that you might not normally do or just getting creative with your sex lives so you can subscribe now at www.thesway which is t-h-e-s-w-a-y.co.uk you can also find them on instagram at the sway underscore club what are you waiting for i just wanted to say a word before we start this Today's podcast is with two sex workers, a dominatrix and an ex-porn star and webcammer. And as you can expect, at times, the conversation does get quite graphic and quite extreme. It is interesting stuff and I wanted to include it in there. So just brace yourselves for some of the more extreme stuff, which might make some of you feel a little bit queasy as it did with me, but it's definitely worth a listen. I think the other thing that I really want to say is that um, this is a sex worker podcast featuring two women who are very much in control of their careers and in control of their bodies and who are doing this by choice and who are not being forced or exploited in any way. I think it's really important to mention that there is a whole massive underworld in the sex worker industry where there are many millions of women and men who are being trafficked, exploited, abused, and who do not want to be in that world and for whom it is not a positive industry at all. In fact, it's life destroying. Obviously, we are portraying in this podcast the side of it where women are in control of what they're doing and showing parts of it in a positive light. But I do want you to all remember that this is not a true reflection uh, of the sex work industry. This is just one small part of it. Hello and welcome to the La 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 Let Me Explain podcast and this week's episode is a sex worker special with two amazing, brilliant, fantastic guests who I'm so happy to have on here today. Uh, So today I'm recording with the wonderful Miss J Rose. Hello, hello. You can find her on Instagram (laughs) at at Miss J, but the J is with an E, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So at Miss J-A-Y-E Rose. Mm-hmm. And uh, tell us a bit about yourself. Who are you? Um, oh no, I hate these. I'm not. I'm not very good. Um, well, I used to be a full time model. Then I was. Well, I don't like porn star. That feels a bit much. But porn actress po- performer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, for a while, and then currently I work on the late night TV channels, talking to a horny man about my tits. Um, I webcam, still occasionally shoot video, uh, but tends to be solo now. 
So on the whole, I don't really know how to condense that. Do you know that how well, I know you more but, as is, mm. is is a blogger because I, that, I yeah that's I more read your of blogs a, and they are yeah. really good. Oh, they're so well written. They're so interesting and they're really oh, open you. and you yeah. talk about dating and you talk yeah. about how your work life is impacted mm-hmm. on that and things. So. Your, your blogs are really, really worth checking out. I don't, oh, there's not you. a lot of blogs that I like reading. And, yeah, and yours yeah, yeah. Is definitely oh, one of them. Blushing. And <laughs> our next amazing guest for today is Lady Andromeda, who can be found at, at Lady Andromeda UK on Instagram. And you've also got a YouTube channel, haven't you? And Twitter. Is it all Lady Andromeda UK? Yeah. Wicked. So tell us a bit about you. What do you do? Um, I am a professional dominatrix, um, I'm also a shop owner. Just put that there. <laughs> um, I make porn and I do things all BDSM related. So if you're a submissive kink star or just genuinely you're not sure about BDSM, what does so? Because I know the SM is sadomasochism. What's the BD? Why do you ask me this question? Because <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> no, I never know actually. Yeah, what is it? I- Oh my god! Everybody's testing me this morning. It's too early. <laughs> what on. are you saying? You are you going to have to Google it as well? Good, it. fine. Now I don't feel like an idiot. <laughs> no, 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 you yeah, no, no. I, because it's just I just like yeah I do BDSM. What and is then it? People bondage, like, dominate, yeah. bondage, oh, yeah, domination. Right. Let's, let's look at the. Yeah, can you please Google let, that? I'm going to yeah. say. Let's actually look for the. Oxford, um, Oxford Dictionary's <laughs> definition of BDSM. Have they got it in Oxford Dictionary? Of course they probably would. Wow. The people who write Oxford Dictionary yeah, probably get BDSM yeah. services. Although, yeah. no, I should put a legal disclaimer off that. I've never spoken to anyone <laughs> at Oxford Dictionary, never asked them anything about their Any sex life. Any kind of dictionary. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, while we're waiting, I'm mm-hmm. just going to explain okay. that. Okay, go on. Um, you got I'm the quick. answer? Yep. Go on, what's the answer? Right. We've gone to the hood. We've gone Urban Dictionary. Oh, that's, yeah, that's I more was thinking informative. That yeah, yeah, yeah. So B stands for bondage. Yeah. D stands for discipline. Oh. And uh. S stands for sadomasochism. Right. So bondage, discipline, sadomasochism. Cool. All right. Well, okay. you learn something new every day. So, we, it, yeah. We've only been going for about a minute and a half and we've already learned something. So I obviously got a massive response when I said that mm-hmm. the two of you were coming on. Um, how I heard about Lady Andromeda was I would just randomly listen to a different podcast, just the tip podcast. And the title of this podcast was something like, I make him eat my shit. So I thought, oh, nice. this sounds great. <laughs> Let me have a listen. And uh, and Lady Andromeda w- was on there just being real and frank about, um, about her work in, in the dominatrix industry. And, and I have to say that I think, you know, certainly doing the work that I do, I, I get a lot of messages from, from girls who mm-hmm. are in the sex industry in some way or another, either webcamming, um, doing phone sex or Because yeah. that's the thing, a lot of people don't realise how vast yeah, the sex industry is. so many is. different... There's so many different yeah. niches of things. It's like people think oh you know like you've got a lot of people who do um sugar baby and to me mm-hmm. that's still sex work mm. oh, I agree. like anything where you're peddling your sexuality yeah, yeah, yeah. is mm. sex work i think people hear the term sex work or sex work and they automatically think escort slash prostitute yeah. that's what yeah. i think people tend to think so i don't think they even consider things like webcam phone chat porn, yeah, yeah. phone chat 
selling your Snapchat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's people. Uh, I mean, I, I put out something recently about like ways to make you know a quick bit of money, and people mm. like sell your knickers mm. on on Craigslist or whatever it is. Yeah. You can make mm. you can buy a pair of knickers from Primark yeah. for a pound and sell them for seventy quid or whatever. But you know, there's so there's so many different levels to sex yeah, yeah, work, yeah, and yeah. I guess the one. I've always been, and I think a lot of people are the same, I've always sort of been weirdly fascinated by sex workers. Particularly, yeah, I think people are in general. Particularly like street corner, yeah, you know. Because like, it's taboo. Yeah. yeah. Because at the end of the day, society yeah. dictates and tells us, it gives us a very stupid, thin narrative mm-hmm. of what sex work is and how it mm. is perpetuated by the media. Mm-hmm. So when you've got people like 10 years ago, you had Belle du Jour writing books about her journey of her experience of sex work, it came and kicked off the door. You know, it's the same thing like you think 15 years ago, people would be doing stripping and table dancing mm. and they were vilified and ridiculed. Mm. But now you've got people doing pole classes. Mm. Yeah, know? that's very yeah. true. It's almost mainstream. It is very yeah. mainstream because you can go yeah. to a quite a lot of gyms mm. and they have pole yeah. dancing classes. But I still think it's, it's more mainstream, but it's still in manageable chunks, if that makes sense. Because it's yeah. almost like flirting with the idea of. Yeah, it's dancing. Yeah. It so it's very not, much yeah. dancing. But then if you took it, put in like, oh, why don't you take something off while soon it, more people would be like, oh my God. Yeah, but no, it's I kind of funny. Do that. Yeah, but then you know what? You kind mm. of look at it in a different narrative. When you use the word burlesque instead of stripper, yes, very true, like, very it's true. a complete and yeah, different narrative. Absolutely right. Yeah. You know, you it's just right. like the word prostitute and escort yeah. two different narratives mm. I always know? think prostitute sounds so harsh it's, it does. it's got so yeah, many because it's the negative connotations, connotations. Yeah, yeah. prostitute does sound like that drug addicted woman yes, who that's what you think of isn't it yeah. of King's Cross or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. because that's the narrative that yeah. most people Whereas, yeah, escort, escort you, you would assume is more High class. And I say this in quotations, yeah. high class. Yeah, because yeah. it's just down to brand management. Yeah, yeah. yeah. very true. But very it's true. interesting as well, because I suppose taboos have probably been broken down a little bit because mm-hmm. actually now you can go on any yeah. big Instagram page. I mean, you can go on Rihanna's Instagram page or whoever and see what would have been considered mm. as porn like 20 yeah, yeah, years yeah. ago. That's now right. it's just standard procedure to be in a thong or yeah. semi-topless or whatever just on your account trying to sell a swimming costume yeah. rather than it, there being any sexual stuff behind it. Yeah, but that's it. the thing. A lot of people don't want women to have their own autonomy of their sex. Yeah. Mm. They still want to be able to control that. Oh, yeah. You know, but it's quite, ha- they're quite happy to use women in a sexual way mm. to sell their product. Yeah, yeah. But when a woman turned around and flips it and yeah. said, actually, no, yeah. I'm gonna let do me it. do this and make me make my money out of it, then people have an issue yeah. out of it. Mm-hmm. And that goes, for me, I feel that goes back down to the whole way that our system is built mm. up because you can either be one or two ways as a woman. You're either a whore mm. or you have to be a virgin Mary. Mm. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no there's gray no in between. You cannot embrace your sexuality yeah. and be content in that without being vil- vilified and ridiculed because mm-hmm. of it yeah mm-hmm. absolutely and I mean it, you're, you're absolutely right that the the one thing that I think if I could use my page for anything yeah which my page is a small drop in the ocean but if I could use my page for anything but it it's would your be, drop in the ocean though yeah but it would be my it would be my wish to to make women and society feel differently about women having sex and women's bodies and all mm. of those things because it's so archaic it was so used to control us I don't know if you listened to my podcast yesterday that I put out well, mm-hmm. well it won't be yesterday once this yeah, goes yeah, out yeah. but you know what I mean <laughs> and the sex doctor was talking about how um 
when the rise came of like the women's movement and suffragettes mm-hmm. and people starting to come out and, and to, uh, you know, to fight for shit. rights, mm-hmm. that's when the term psychiatry brought in the term nymphomania because that was uh, a form of being able to control us to say, actually, these women who are starting to get too many rights and who mm. are starting to own their own sexuality, this is not normal. This is a mental yeah. illness. <laughs> Nymphomania is a mental illness. These but women need the to be breath, sectioned. Like they, they would, you could go to the doctor and, and have, get your doctor to jack you off. Yeah. That In was Victorian like, yeah. Times. That was a really? time. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like hysterical. If you're term, a man or a woman. No, a woman. A woman. Because yeah. the term because hysterical. The it. Yeah, the term hysterical comes from like the womb, doesn't it? His, hist. Oh. Um, so hysterical and hysteria. Hysteria? hysteria? I, be- I believe yeah, yeah. it's totally for me. I can't, I yeah, can't, yeah, yeah. I don't no, know. No, no, I read that somewhere yeah. as well. That's so yeah. interesting. And an orgasm would obviously just Relax that's all women need. Well, yeah, it is true, but, <laughs> true. but I think I'm think just about thinking how of um, I, I know for me, regarding my own sexuality, is if I'm not having sex regularly, mm. I become a miserable bitch. So for mm. me, I know it's it's an it's a outlet for me. I mean, all kinds yeah. are, are yeah. really important. But I think I'm just thinking of the multitude of men who, if I was to put on my Insta- uh, my Instagram or Twitter or whatever, not feeling well, sore throat, whatever, will come up with, oh, you need a cock. Yeah. Or feeling shit. I don't get like, that. You, you don't walk. Oh, the thing is, yeah, but you we're don't, different yeah. like, <laughs> spectrums, um, Don't get me wrong, because yesterday, um, not yesterday, few days ago mm. I had some man give me a lovely dick pic and I just read him real differently and mm. because where I I'm very in tune with my spirituality yeah I just went for him really differently normally I just block them but yeah, don't yeah. your followers don't your clients want that like if a client is sending yeah. you particularly a dick pic and you turn around and humiliate I, him for that is yeah. that not giving Usually, him what he wants sometimes it is sometimes it isn't for me I was just in the mood so I think mm. it's because I'm coming on my period. So I was just <laughs> like, I just don't want to see <laughs> yeah. this shit. It was like 11 o'clock at night. And I was like, mm. normally I turn my work phone off come a certain time of evening. But for some reason, I forgot to turn it off. Yeah. So I got a dick pic and I was like, oi, cunt, do you really think I want to see your dick? Because normally I will send them the lovely statement. This is my um, healthy tip for everybody. <laughs> Um, well, this I, is actually one of the first questions. Let me ask you this. Okay. Should unsolicited dick pictures be illegal? Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, of course I, they should. Tend, I, what I yeah. tend to do, I say, can you stop sending me child pornography, please? And normally that gets that back up. <laughs> so that's, that's how a really I deal good with reply. them. <laughs> it, well, it is a, it's a form of sexual harassment. It is. It is. If a man went up to you in, in the middle of the street yeah. and whipped out his yeah. willy... Then that is that is indecent exposure, and I yeah. don't I don't understand why dick pics aren't treated exactly the same. It's, I know, but it's because it's man. What do you mean? In the, the sense of it goes back down to mm. power exchange, mm. you know, where they like when you think about it, a lot of men that's how they equate their power. If they don't mm, have money, that's true. yeah, because fundamentally a lot of people yeah. look at money as yeah, power. Yeah. Mm. If you haven't got power regarding yeah. money, then you're going to use your penis. Mm. It's just the fact that it, it just drives me mad because it's like, look what I can do. What, yeah. like, why the, you're yeah. doing something that... Is a normal bodily yeah, function. Yeah, it's not, I'm not going to fucking, Ooh. what do you expect a woman to applaud every time you have sex? Like, oh, thank God for yeah. that. Like you did it, well done, bravo! Like, no, I think it's disgusting. It's no, I think it's. I, but, and also, I genuinely, I think I've seen one dick pic in my life that I've thought, "Wow, actually, your dick looks really great." In that, the rest of mm. them, I've just thought, like, Ugh. yeah, genitalia is not. It's not the prettiest yeah. thing ever, and I think especially male genitalia, mm. and they never know the right angles. 
You can always I see like the, like, it, yeah. boxes around I like it, it when they hold it like against something. Oh, like no. point of reference like oh, a no. remote control I like, that. I, like, I, like, I like that as well because then I'm like okay cool let me see what you're really working really? with really I had somebody I'm do it there's a sky remote once yeah, and yeah. I was yeah. like oh no but I everybody knows on. what a sky remote roughly size looks like but you know what it I is know, it's pretty good at the top for yeah. me I find it kind of upsetting to think of a man on his own at yeah. home in his bedroom like let me get the sky remote and hold it next to my willy she'll really like this <laughs> you know I, I just the image of that really turns me off yeah no but for me i also find it's down to communication everything is about communication mm. and where a lot of men we kind of dis disassociate their feelings mm -hmm. because when mm. boys are kids i was having this discussion only just this week with someone where i said to them do you know what men get treated boy children get treated very differently from girl children mm. oh, yeah. i said like at the end of the day when a boy is little and he falls over and hurts himself mm. what do we tell them we tell a man up mm. yeah. like, whereas we will tell we will speak to a little girl we'll be like, are you okay what happened and we give them the skills yeah. to articulate mm. themselves yeah where we true. are disassociating men to mm. articulate themselves and articulate their feelings absolutely but that doesn't excuse them suddenly no, thinking that no. dick pics no no no, no it doesn't it <laughs> there's doesn't. a time and place I, know, but I hear you I hear you definitely mm. they don't have that outlet and, and yeah, that ability partner, to make me read yeah 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 there's a whole difference between yeah. a man you're talking to sending you a picture and then somebody but I was wondering do, do you think men do what well, I know I do as a woman, where you've taken that one good nude and you use that one for like good six months. Yeah, so, yeah, I think they do. You do you think they do the same dick I think pic, they like, do. And I don't think they're bright yeah. enough to consider, like, because I've had that before where it's been like the middle of the night and then mm. I've been sent a dick pic and it's quite clearly yeah, 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 daytime. daytime. And I'm like, did you just or take they, that? at the gym, like, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they do do that. But no, I definitely think they should be illegal. I think it's fucking disgusting. Yeah, and like, I'm going to do, I, I'm actually almost looking forward to receiving the next unwanted dick pic mm. because I will win. 999 I will do it oh I know I like I, I've also <laughs> got another I've got another habit of obviously I can't unsee your dick pic mm. so what I tend to do I've got a lovely little file of <laughs> really traumatic dick pic pics so oh, I just God. send them to them and they're usually <laughs> text mutilated back. penises yeah. oh, oh, and they STIs oh. and they've got pus and all that kind of stuff God. I'm a sadist at heart so I'm just like <laughs> I don't want to see your dick pic, but I can match you for match. Oh, so Lord. you send me that, I raise you this. That's a good yeah. idea. That's a good idea. I might send back pictures of infected vaginas and mm. just be like, Yeah, like if people say to me, web, Oh, I want to see your pussy, I send them a picture of my cat. Because <laughs> I've got two. <laughs> right. I'm, I've got some really good questions today, and mm. I want to try and get through as many of them as I can. So, uh, so I'm going to start. A couple of them are kind of slightly longer ones and the rest are just ones that everybody yeah, just yeah. wanted to know the answers from you guys. So I'm going to start mm -hmm. with the kind of more detailed questions. So the first one says, I was diagnosed with a bipolar type disorder when I was a teen about eight years ago. I can't remember the number of guys that I fucked back then, the number of men that used me as a young teen, but it's a pretty huge number due to the high sex drive I got during my manic phases. I couldn't think straight and I regret it daily now. I was having sex with guys in their late 20s and 30s and I was 15. It gives me the creeps looking back at it now. I've acknowledged that I won't ever find a man who accepts my past or who could take me seriously about finding out about my, after finding out about my history. I've subsequently turned cold to love. Any advice? Well, first of all, I would say... That one really like hits home because I feel like I don't have bipolar, but I did go through a very, very promiscuous stage for a long period of my life um, based on an assault that I suffered, experienced. 
But anyway, survive. Uh, yes. So um, uh, my head was all over the place. Use sex for all the wrong reasons, et cetera, et cetera. But I would say, first of all, I don't feel like you need to, unless you feel comfortable enough with a partner and it's important to you to get that off your chest as in like as a kind of healing process, then I don't feel like you need to disclose any kind. There's no kind of disclaimer when you get into a relationship. Like, I just don't think it's relevant. Um, And I think if, if you're having issues with it, some kind of therapy is always good. But I, I don't think you should ever feel bad about the way you dealt with something that's mm. been and gone. Like if you've moved on from it, I know that doesn't just take it away, but I would personally, yeah, definitely look into some kind of therapy or something. But I, w- I wouldn't let that change like how you see yourself. I think a lot of the time it takes a lot of time to get to a stage where you think, do you know what? I'm better than that. Mm. I don't need to do that anymore. Um but yeah, I really, I really don't I totally think it's relevant. Like, I mean, I don't think anyone is entitled to know yeah. how many people you've had sex with. First of all, it's not relevant yeah. to anybody. It makes no difference to your relationship going forward yeah. in the future. The only reason I think it might make a difference is if you're holding this massive resentment towards yourself. Yeah, and not, exactly. She's that's not forgiving it. herself yeah. for that's exactly yeah. where I was going to go yeah, with it. Yeah, she needs to forgive herself. She needs to be able to have that autonomous, uh, that ownership of, yeah, that was you then. That's not you now, yeah. you know, and you have to really acknowledge your journey of where you've come yeah, from to where you're going to, you know, it's a, for me, I agree, definitely mm. therapy all the way. You know, a lot of people don't realise a lot of sex workers are, Counselors, mm-hmm. yeah. Or oh, yeah. You've kind of studied counselling because yeah, yeah. that's where I'm going back to yeah. in next year, September, where I want to become an mm-hmm. actual counsellor, mm-hmm. and I want to relate it to sex so I can yeah. do the two. But um, I think what she really needs to do is really look at herself and don't to forgive herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to forgive yourself because there's no point of carrying this bag mm. around that. That was part of your life. That was part of what's made mm-hmm. you, you, you know? Yeah, exactly. Mm. You shouldn't vilify it. It wasn't your fault. That was down to experiences. Mm-hmm. And not just that, there's also the men that took advantage of yeah, you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. There's elements of being a victim here yeah. of, of, you of can't, abuse. Yeah, exactly. But then that's it. There is that element. And also additionally, I feel that she should be able to live in her authentic truth. So if she mm. wants to tell people, then yeah, you tell them. Mm. If you don't want to tell them, you don't have to. No, exactly. Yeah. You know? And that's not lying to somebody. No, no, not at all. Just, it's, it's not relevant. Yeah. It's just not. It's, it's, it isn't relevant. It doesn't, yeah. yeah. I've, 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 I understand where she's coming from. I get it. In, yeah, 100%. In the sense of 100%. She wants to be completely transparent with a partner, but the true right partner for her, she'll mm. feel comfortable to open Absolutely. up to them. And you know what? If they mm. vilify and ridicule her for that level of mm. honesty, that more shows me yeah, not about exactly, yeah. her, it shows me about them and the due diligence and the mm. work that they may need to do on themselves. Yeah. And also as well, just to quickly add, because I know that was just obviously condensing it into the one question, but if you, like, why does she feel ashamed? Because by the sound of it, she said that she was having the sex because she had a high sex drive. She was in those manic so phases. Why, but if, if you had the high sex drive and okay, there were situations where you felt you were being taken advantage of, but on the whole, if you're enjoy, if you actually did enjoy it it's just now looking back that I, I the imagine. number of partners is is the issue then yeah, I, don't I don't think, think you 15, should if you're probably oh no 15, sorry i didn't realize the age okay well, never mind 
I doubt. I mean, yeah. I, I say this to my girlfriends a lot. Yeah. And actually, this is another thing that I think we do need to change is that we need to educate young women about their own sexuality. 100%. I don't think 100%. young women have very good sex. Because I think it all gets used against us as well. Because yes, we don't because see... Because it goes back yeah. down to... Because when you I was younger... be one yeah. or two. Yeah. I when, exactly. I was, when I was younger, to the patriarch, wife, yeah. most yeah. of the sex that I had was for their benefit. Mm. I did yeah, it because... Yeah, 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 You were basically a vessel for them to masturbate in. even think like... Yeah, no, my for me, pleasure was in, relevant when I was younger yeah. I was ruthless boys would not fuck with me yeah. because I'd be <laughs> I like imagine. if you haven't got good sex I'll just be like this is bullshit what the fuck's this about but how mm. at a young age I don't age, think most women know what no. good sex is but we just know thing. about sex penis and vagina yeah, and yeah, actually yeah, yeah. But penis and vagina sex does not serve women very well no unless you are one of the 20% of women who can come penetration yeah. but for most women it is about yeah, clitoral yeah. stimulation it is about clitoral stimulation and teenagers generally don't but know that, that that goes back to I've got like a real thing where I think that sex workers should be paying an integral part of honest conversations mm. because I feel like I'm a parent and when it comes to sex I believe as my my daughter because she's just turned eighteen yesterday. Yeah. Oh my god, you've got an eighteen year old. Yeah. You don't look old <gasps> enough. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, sorry, carry on. I'm her first point of reference. Yeah. You know, and I feel that we're supposed to have honest conversations yeah. with children, mm-hmm. no matter how uncomfortable it is. Mm. You know, mm. because I know I come from a family where we didn't really talk about sex. No, we did I don't we think didn't. most families do, though. But that's I don't the thing. Think... And if you look at that whole attitude, yeah. I think that's another reason why... But also, partly, I think, I think it's, it's generational. to take it seriously from your parents, though. Yeah. Because I, I, I know mortified. that I want to be really real with my son and mm. I want to introduce him when he's at an age when he's starting to access unethical porn. I want to yeah, be able yeah. to introduce him to ethical so this porn and yeah. show him, like... But I know he's just going to be like... Oh, yeah, he's going to be my mom. Yeah. Like, like, and his dad is just definitely not capable of delivering that kind of message. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, but that's the thing, isn't it? If you start making that foundation of having them honest conversations. Yeah, is it ever possible to not be totally mortified yeah, by your no, mother talking no, about sex? Yeah, no, because no, I, I have submissives so. that come to my house and clean and there's dress up as sissies they come to our house and clean i heard this on the on the podcast that i listened to and i really feel like i need a man to come what they pay you to come to your house and clean how do we get an arrangement like this (laughs) (laughs) without having some weirdo around your house it can come with a lot of drama so i was gonna say i was gonna say like for me i'm very particular about my clients anyway i'm sure you're probably the same yeah yeah well if they're coming to your home you're not just gonna have any so like i have my most most sex workers have their little screening process of how they deal with their clientele. Yeah, yeah. you have your regulars. Yeah. yeah. Safety. So you, so uh, we'll get onto this yeah. anyway. Best, <laughs> I know it's so <laughs> easy to go off on a tangent. Is, but I really that. don't want to um, yeah, miss, yeah, yeah. miss any of these incredible questions that we've got. But I do definitely want to come back That's to that. Fine. And also if you've got anyone who you could arrange for them to clean my yeah, house, my, my boy, but my, they could pay my, you to clean my house, how could we yeah, get no, 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 that? Yeah, no, no, that we can. Just answers on the postcard a bit later on, yeah? We'll have a discussion. Um, 
Yeah, so I mean, in terms of this young woman, I think mm-hmm. she needs to forgive herself. Yeah. As you both said, yeah. I think therapy is really going to help her. I think yeah. she needs to remember again that this whole stigma that we've got around sex and sexuality is 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 partly it's prolific. It's fucking her up because that's actually, what I mean. She's that's gone why, through a phase of shoplifting yeah. as a teenager. Yeah. She, she, she wouldn't be girl. going, "Oh, no man can ever take me yeah. seriously" because I went through a phase of shoplifting. Yeah. But that's um, down to society's it's down to society. Fuck society mm. for making her feel that she's any less worthy or valuable because she's had a few dicks inside. But that's her. what I'm saying. Like, if she was enjoying it at the time, then don't feel bad about it now. I know, obviously, there was probably times it wasn't good and you weren't doing it for the right reasons. But on the whole, Mm. if your sex drive was high, you wanted to have the sex, Mm -hmm. don't feel bad for acting on those urges and now thinking, oh, there were so many of them. Like, it's the same with, you know, when you Mm. see that whole, oh, sorry, I know we were going to go into the next question very quickly. Um, when you see men like if you've had ex men saying or if you've slept with X amount of people your fanny must be so loose mm-hmm. but then no the vagina you, is a muscle I know. people like, <laughs> but then you exercise but then it and you take could care sleep with it. one person a thousand exactly. times and they don't seem to think that would make any difference yeah. so it's really just not fucking right but it's, it's, it's the hypocrisy isn't it, it? Is. Mm, it's the hypocrisy behind it men are celebrated aren't they for yeah. lots of sex yeah. and women are slut shamed for it because men want to control us but I don't think that's I don't see it changing because I think I do you I, know I see it changing to a degree but I don't see every woman even women like yeah but I call them handmaidens of patriarchy oh the ones that <laughs> catchy um, yeah no it's from a bell hook book okay. about um, f- um yeah, black yeah. women and feminism ah. check it out it's quite interesting okay. read um and she says like that goes back down to the whole patriarchal system yeah. where as women yeah we want to be seen instead of being um seen as equals to one yeah. another certain yeah. times women will use yeah that whole i'm better than that oh yeah. yeah oh yeah you see it on social media all the time don't absolutely. you and it's also the same you look at towards the, sex workers well, a lot it. of women but the who, thing, who put sex workers down or or will criticize other women mm. but they're the same girls that will go to hose. they will be the same girls that will go to a pole dancing class or to a club meet someone take them home yeah mm. so what is still sex is sex isn't it like it doesn't matter if you're no it's because we we're, we're taking money yeah to value i know for but then it. you just mm. it's a completely different ball game but yeah just i, I think some know. women are threatened by it and mm. feel that um yeah. yeah that that you're you know no, we're not here to tease your man. <laughs> I have to say this disclaimer. I know. Like at the end of the day, it's business. Hello, people? I know. This I didn't seek out. I did not seek out your husband. He came okay. to mm. me, and he was one of so many. Mm-hmm. I didn't meet him on Facebook. I didn't, you know. Oh, you met him at the club, and yeah, you just it, ways. It's just, but anyway, yeah. Um, sorry, you mm. can move on if you. <laughs> yeah, don't. <laughs> don't but they said quite. Actually, this is one of the future questions. I'm not going <laughs> to ask this now. I'm going to wait till we get okay. to him. So anyway, I think hopefully we've given her. Good enough yeah, advice. Therapy it. is the main thing that's going to help mm-hmm. her on this one. So the next one's a bit of a long one, but I want to give the backstory. Okay. <clears throat> so she's written in and she said, I've been single for a year and a half since my boyfriend of two years got a 15 year prison sentence two months after we moved in together. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I left for obvious reasons and it left me, but it left me damaged and untrusting and I vowed to stay away from men and concentrate on money. I completely changed my career, call it a midlife crisis. And I got myself into webcam and porn and I haven't really looked back since. Two months ago, I met a guy unexpectedly and we really clicked. I tried to hold off my feelings for a while, but the connection was too strong. So I decided to give it a go. I decided to be honest about my job from day one and he took it really well and didn't make a thing of it. His attitude was, I like you and it is what it is. 
We went on a few dates and naturally feelings grew deeper. He was pretty full on very quickly, but at the time I brushed it off and assumed that it was just because he really liked me. Once I started to really like him, his attitude towards me changed dramatically. He started making quite shitty remarks whenever he knew I was on webcam and it got to the point where I was worried to speak about work or I would never tell him what I was doing if I was webcamming at the time. The whole thing got extremely toxic. He would accuse me of being with men if I went out with my friends, constantly bringing up my ex and blame my job as the reason that he was constantly blown hot and cold. He'd ghost me for days and uh, blame my job. I ended it after he ignored me for three days and caused an argument and then blamed me. Obviously, I know that walking away from him was the right thing to do, but it still hurts a lot. My question is, in the industry I'm in, do I have any chance of holding down a relationship with a man? If so, when is it the right time to bring up what I do? And how do I avoid these guys that just want to bang me because I'm seen as easy? The the one thing I have to say is, God, you're not easy because you have more standards. Mm. There's certain, I know for me, Men have got to jump through so many different hoops because I'm looking at them like, mm, okay, not horribly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm yeah, just like, okay. you know your worth, don't you? Yeah, no, and like... Slum Flower says it well. Know your worth and add tax. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And your autonomy is your autonomy. I was with my ex partner for 12 years, so it's not not possible. Yeah, you yeah. have to have a man that is strong minded mm. and gives zero fucks about what other people. Yeah, think. that's yes. the thing is, I think that's the biggest thing. That's they why worry I was with my, with what my their friends or think. Yeah, sorry. They worry what their friends will think, what their family will think, because there's always going to be a stigma with sex work. Yeah. And I don't see that going. I know it might get easier, et cetera, et cetera, but I don't well, see I think the that stigma it's, it's overall the, it's ever It's the different going. types of sex work. Mm. Yeah. You know, because as I, as I said yeah. earlier on, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, people were vilifying strippers. Now mm. it's just like, whatever. You look at people like Black China. You look at people yeah, like yeah, yeah, um, that's true, actually, Amber yeah. Rose, yeah. where they've literally been, Carly B, they've literally been strippers mm. and they have flipped it mm. and turned it but into a But even though they have flipped it, when somebody gets involved, you know, Amber Rose gets into a relationship with 21 Savage and yeah. everyone's cussing him like your wife's a hoe. I know, your yeah, wife's that's a the thing that they always yeah, take the piss because yeah. of what his girlfriend did mm. for a living. Yeah, but then you know what? It's kind of a, it's always been a double standard because it's exactly the same thing with Kim Kardashian. Mm. Yeah, but people always throw that back at her, don't yeah. they? Yeah, they do. You I remember how it, you made it, remember how you got famous. Yeah, you got big from a sex yeah. date. Yeah, yeah. but like, I don't find and? that they vilify her as much as they will vilify Amber or Black China. Yeah, I think they more yeah. take the piss out of her, don't they? As opposed to, hmm. yeah, vilifying her. I think they kind of, yeah. But um, with regards to the question, one, I think, well, it's quite clear that man was a dickhead. Mm. But I just, it really Also, he grinds, sounded very narcissistic. Yeah, and very insecure. But yeah. it really grinds my gears when um, a man gets involved with a woman when she's already in the industry and then has a problem with her job. It's mm-hmm. very different if you've been with someone and then they want to get into the industry. Yeah. That's different. But if you're getting with someone fully aware of their job, I think you don't have a leg to stand on when it comes to having an issue with what they do. Um, with regards to meeting someone and how to weed out the time wasters, personally, I find that if you meet a man, um, I think always tell him up front what you do because if you don't tell him, you've made it a bigger deal. Yeah, and then he but finds yeah, out if, later. Yeah, because then you've made it seem like you're ashamed mm. and like it is something to be embarrassed about. So I would tell him up front, there's a lot worse things to be doing than webcamming. Yeah. Um, and also I would say that 
I find personally, if I meet a man and instantly the conversation goes sexual or they have no issue with turning every conversation, I find a lot of men see me as almost kind of like someone they can confess to. Like I don't shock easily so they can tell me things that they wouldn't yeah. tell another woman on a first date. They don't day. date you in the same normal yeah. way, taking yeah. it slowly. Yeah, like they I, assume they can just go straight to Like the... I'm sure dating in general now is fucking hard, but I can't imagine most women on a first date are asked like, so can you squirt before mm. like our starters have even come? Mm-hmm. <laughs> people don't see an issue with asking me that because they're like, but you're yeah, really open-minded, it, it, you? mm-hmm. it goes back to yeah. boundaries. Yeah, but so that I would say, tell them what you do straight up. And if they instantly make it sexual, then, you know, they're probably going to waste your time. But I find if somebody's like, okay, cool, maybe ask a couple of questions, then can continue talking about Seeing other things. You as a yeah, human then who I is think, not just revolving okay, around then. Job. Yeah. Because I understand this kind of job people are going to be interested in. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to tell people what I do and then they're going to not ask. Mm. But if they're able to then carry on as normal, that's when you can yeah. see them. But if it's sexual, then I just cut them off from the start because yeah. that's all they're going to see you for. So. And I think what you said to hit the nail on the head, Lady Andromeda, which is that actually you need a real man who is yeah. going to be extremely confident and not give a fuck what anybody thinks of him. Yeah. He's not going to succumb to his mates taking the piss or anything mm, like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, this particular guy that she's talking about would just sounded like, as you say, a narcissistic, yeah, he emotionally had abusive issues, prick. Yeah. She, what she should have noticed at the from, beginning that, that was love get, bombing what yeah. he did going really hard into mm. you know pretty full on very quickly and then as soon as she caught feelings he dramatically mm. changed and started ghosting and then gaslighting her by yeah. blaming her job mm. for being the reason that he was upset about things this guy was never going to work no, despite what, what he said at the beginning um, but it might be worth, I don't know if men who are also in the sex industry are more open to it. There's probably loads of hot porn star men, the chocolate men, yeah, we could contact yeah, them, see if that, any of them are available. That's true. I suppose if yeah, you've got someone, there are people in the industry on there who tend to date within the industry. Yeah, because obviously they both, we, 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 yeah, yeah, you, you both know the struggle, mm, so but, to um, speak. Yeah. But of, you've never struggled to fight, because I read a blog of yours, Jay, mm. where you were talking about actually how oh, it has really fight. impacted on your, your love life. If anyone's out there, then uh, please... <laughs> <laughs> and it, like literally anyone I'm nearly 30 so, so anyway so you've, you have struggled a little yeah, bit to, yeah, to find yeah. but you've never struggled Lady Andromeda you've always managed to have long term relationships yeah, yeah yeah within you working yeah yeah but you're a very strong woman though I think my issues with men isn't solely because of my job, I think I have a lot of underlying issues myself. But I think mm. you obviously come across as very strong. No, very... for me, I've always done I've always done continual personal development, yeah. aka counselling. Mm. You know, so maybe therapy. Is therapy. Do you get therapy, Jay? Yeah, 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 yeah. I did for a long time, but um... for me, that was my 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 way of dealing with mm. stuff. You mm. know, so and I think that's probably why I want to go into counselling. Oh yeah, definitely. But yeah. like, I feel that it's the whole attitude and viewpoint of sex workers mm. which makes a lot of people not really actually say that they're sex workers mm-hmm. as well oh it changes the conversation mm-hmm. like i know people well who well i would call them acquaintances not friends but we get on really well but i knew if i turned around tomorrow and told them i did the yeah. whole dynamic of the relationship would change because yeah. they would instantly Up, see me yeah but they'd see me in a different light mm-hmm. than how they already see me they wouldn't see me as this like fun easy going <coughs> parent or whatever they'd see me suddenly as like oh, yeah no oh, I totally whoa. get that like, because it I wasn't didn't until know you were when my daughter left primary school to yeah, go to secondary school yeah. I was still working as I was working as a dominatrix so yeah. I used to be going sometimes to school face full yeah hair looking fresh to death mm-hmm. 
big high heels, like <laughs> living my best life. <laughs> PVC fight. <laughs> no, not no, no, I wouldn't be a man extreme. on the lead. <laughs> <laughs> Leave him in the car. <laughs> Sometimes. But um, I would, I would never, I never told them. There was only like about two people that I actually told. Yeah. Where I had yeah. genuine relationship, friendships with these people. You have to be so careful because... Yeah. And then yeah. it wasn't until that last day And they were like You always look so glamorous What do you do? And I was like I run an escort agency And I'm a professional dominatrix And they all looked at me like What? I said I could have never told you like that Because fundamentally You would yeah. have not vilified me You yeah. would have vilified yeah. my child 100% 100% so For me I was just like Hey mm. do your thing So have you had So have you had friends Because this is one of the questions I mm. think a lot of people Loads of people mm. ask this question Was do your family and friends Know what you do? And if so, what is the general reaction? Yes, my friends and family know what I do. Um, my family is a bit tandem because mm. I I grew up thinking my dad wasn't my dad, and then I found out my dad wasn't my dad. Mm. So I had to go on a quest to find my oh, actual yeah. biological father. So when I first met my siblings, I was just like, they were like, "What do you do?" I was like, <laughs> "I beat up people for a living." <laughs> <laughs> they looked at me like. Is everything okay back home? I'm like, yeah. They looked at me like, you know what? But the more they got to know me, they were yeah. like, you're just like dad. So I was like, is it? Okay, carry on. And they've not really vilified or ridiculed me. They don't, they did initially like, because I had done it from quite a young age on and off. Mm. They didn't like it. They were like, you know mm. what? We don't really like it. They were vocal about that. But they kind of now find it quite amusing because sometimes yeah. I've made some of my submissives go around to my sister's houses and clean. Oh, I've made them do bits and pieces. Like when my sister, I had a um, submissive that was a driving instructor. When my sister was learning how to drive, because all my siblings are older than me. Yeah. I was like, oh, you come. We've got driving. Well, my, just do what you tell them to do. Yeah, well. That particular one, that was uh, how our whole power, mm. power dynamics was. So I was like, you're going to teach my sister how to drive. So my sister got free driving lessons. Oh wow. my God, that saves so, so much money. That's so good. Yeah. Do you know what? I tried doming once and I was hands down the worst dominatrix you have ever <laughs> seen. Because I am too like, oh, sorry, sorry. Like, oh no, oh, no, no <laughs> honestly. Like I had to leave the room at one point because when... Because I was doing it with my friend. Everybody's got a preconceived idea of doms. I'm very Mm. relaxed, but don't think for a moment, Mm. for a moment, I'll give you one look and you will know what fucking time it is. Yeah, but you've got to have that. I mean, I can't do that. I mean, you've got quite a good dom look, Jake, because you've got the red hair and the kind of That's what I thought. I thought, do you know what? I can put on a bit of like, not to at all undermine your industry, of course, because I know for a lot of people, it's a lifestyle, isn't it? It's not just a job. But I thought, oh yeah, I can put on a bit. PVC, be a bit of a bitch, but oh my God, I was horrendous. I was like, <laughs> oh, and when, because I was doing like a double session with my friend okay. who is a like lifestyle dominatrix and mm. she was like, you know, it'll be good. Like you, it's good money. And I was like, do you know what? Yeah, fuck it. Like I speak to people and do domino over the phone occasionally anyway. Yeah. So I thought, how, how can it be? When she started ramming an electric rod down. Oh, his, helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah no. I had to I leave love that the room. Shit. I had to leave the room. I was like, <laughs> she was oh sounding. Oh my God. Was she doing sounding? 
when it like vibrates or something yeah, yeah so basically yeah, yeah. you oh, put even it down thinking the about it's making sounding. sounding yeah so you have a mul- I should have brought some stuff with oh, me oh no <laughs> so glad you did <laughs> I did think about it but I, as, as I said I woke up late and I was like shit I've got to oh, hit the floor running <laughs> sounders are basically thin instruments that you can put down and they come in different thicknesses yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so it's pretty it was, cool it's very fascinating I, but I, I, get really you stick can, it down the hole yeah in the the urethra but isn't I mean, men's anatomy is not like ours. Like, we're supposed to stretch. We can yeah, accommodate, yeah. like, large yeah, things. Yeah, men can stretch can too. They? How long? How big practice. can Practice. It's, it's like, I don't want to practice. It's like Are you clenching? I'm fully clenching. I don't have any penises to practice on. It's like anal sex, isn't it? You have to kind of relax. And take time. can take, like, bigger poos. That's what it's made for. Yeah, I know, because I put my fist up there. I do fisting, yes. Well, up the, up the, help, the urethra or the anus? No, the anus. Oh, God, I feel like a bit faint. Yeah, I know, me too. <laughs> and our sound engineer, Thomas, is, he's so, he's got well, I think he's passed out. out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, not, um, not enjoying this session. I forgot what the original question was. Oh, friends and, friends and family. Friends and family. Yeah, my friends and family, no idea. My friends all have never had any quad they all you kind of get funny. you kind of get two you, I, either goes into two camps yeah. either your friends are really cool and really down yeah. to earth about it or you get this kind of one-upmanship mm. in it where they feel that they are mm. better than you mm. they might not necessarily say it to your mm. face but they'll go yeah, to your yeah. other friends they look down on you and they the look down of it yeah. i think i think friends that you have before you get in the industry are tend to be more accepting of it purely because they already know you yes. so the sex work to them is just, it's just a, job. A, a different separate part of you but yeah. when you meet somebody new obviously one of the first things you ask is what do you do so it becomes almost yeah. a bigger part of you if that makes mm. sense so making new friends I think it's more of an issue mm. for my old friends mm. it's, it's never been a thing my family do have an issue with it it's kind of one of those things we just don't talk about um, because I can I can understand why they have an issue with it yeah. because yeah. it is as much it is a hard job to justify, like, to say... You don't want to turn around and say to your mum, like, mum, I love people looking at me naked. Mm. Like, I love... I, I wouldn't it, be bothered by that if my child um, said that. But you no, know no, but I want to say it to my mum. Like, mm. I, it just... I don't know. Maybe I'm a bit, like... I don't know. But it's, it's really just a, interesting. It's a hard one, I think, to justify. You, you've made me think because I am 100% pro-sex workers' yeah, yeah. rights. I don't judge any mm. woman or man for for mm. using their body as as their career do well, whatever it's, it's, you want it's, it's, it's I don't like judge a... it but at the same time if my son came to me and said actually I'm going to be a rent boy or I'm going to do porn or my daughter said the same I think part of me would be like don't do it mm. think really carefully before you go down that route like because you can once it's out there you can never take it back yeah. you know so yeah. it's really difficult it's quite conflicting mm. for me because I've I can totally feel one way about it. But then mm. if I personalise it okay, to my own yeah. child, I'm like... Yeah, and also actually. I think like you you can kind of understand it because I can completely appreciate that my mum's not going to be like, you go girl at the thought of mm. X amount of men <laughs> masturbating to me. Yeah. It's not the, the most pleasant of thoughts, isn't it? But she accepts that I'm a grown woman, you know, I make, yeah, I make my own money. I'm, you know, so it's just one of those things that we just agree to disagree on yeah. kind of yeah. thing. Like yeah, we don't talk about that. it. I'd rather yeah. not. But, um, but yeah, it's always been an issue for other people. Like my daughter's father has never been involved in her life because of my job. Wow. He always used that, which is just an easy gal. Because that's, a, that's not really the real reason, but, but is it? He yeah. didn't want to introduce 
me to his family or his friends. So, but he still wanted to have unprotected oh, sex yeah, with you. But hey, ho, that's okay. What can you do it. Eh? Yeah. But um, yes. Mm. More what, for him, really. Yeah, exactly. Because at the end, of, at the end of the day, the only person he's fucking is himself. Well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, right, let's move on to the next question, which says, "What are your limits? What have you said no to?" I'm going to start with you because I feel like yeah, do you, what, what the fuck <laughs> would you say no to? A no Roman shower. What's a Roman shower? Vomit. Oh, <gasps> why is it called a Roman shower? I, I don't know. I saw that actually in a really degrading. Um, I think it was a documentary about porn, and it was there was a girl in it, and and they kept making her be sick <gasps> with, with with their penises down down her oh, throat, yeah, and it was really violent. And um, yeah, so is that you? Do they want Vomiting you to be sick on, on them? them? Yeah. Oh, Lord. Mm. Oh, the smell. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm quite tolerant because before yeah. I worked as a sex worker, mm. I used to work with old people. So I was used to clearing yeah. sick and vomit and yeah. shit and piss. Why won't you do it? So, then? yeah, why is that your limit? I don't know. Actually, you know what I do know? As I've got older, uh. like the smell of sick, I'm like, I can't do it. Mm. So that's, yeah. that's where I'm like, mm-mm. But you do. Deal- but I also don't deal with age play. As well. Oh yeah, yeah. Age. Yeah. No age. Age. What? Pretending age per, to be yeah. a child. Yeah. Yeah. No. I That's mean, I think that goes without there. saying. I think no. Tr- not everybody's with, different. Yeah. You know, like do you think, so. Some sex workers entertain that. Then. It's like yes. adult, adult child minders and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adult baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's stuff like that. I would not. Yeah, I don't. Uh, that's just, my limit, but I know <sighs> that's gross. maybe because I have a child. Yeah, and I know the extent. Like sometimes I kind of view it as, okay, you're regressing to that specific point. Is it due to the fact where you've had additional traumas and mm. you you feel in a safe space? But the one thing I know about BDSM is that you have the autonomy to be free. And that's what people don't realize about sex work. Sex workers are giving people safe spaces to be authentically yes. themselves. A hundred percent agree. Mm. You know, a hundred percent agree. And that's a very powerful yeah. thing. Mm. And it comes with a responsibility. Yeah. You're providing a service at the end of Absolutely. the day. And I think there's and a, it's lot, a therapeutic yeah. service. Well, a lot of people yeah. wouldn't feel comfortable showing that side of themselves to a partner because yeah. it's very private. Because that's if the you're same into thing something. as as because I I'm a BDSM practitioner. Yeah. A lot of my clients who were submissive, yeah. they are not comfortable in being submissive to their partner yes. yeah, yeah, due yeah. to the fact of the way society dictates yeah. them because mm. there is a very toxic narrative. Yeah. Like men will not say, oh, they won't encourage their men, their male friends, if they're going yeah. through some kind of trauma to go and seek counselling exactly. or to oh, yeah, yeah, open yeah. up properly and they cry and they don't know how to deal with mm. those actual emotions. It goes back to where I was saying about how we... Um, don't help and empower little mm. boys mm-hmm. and then telling them yeah. about giving them the really language. So you think that so. comes out in later life? Because I do think men Sometimes. seem to have more kinks mm. than women. To, I think there's lots of very kinky women and lots of women yeah, have yeah, fetishes, yeah. but I, I, I don't know if it's just what I've seen. Like, this is not coming yeah. from any major oh, statistic or anything. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of women have fetishes, but what I, I, I don't think, think they actively explore to, them yeah, as I much. Think, well, they, certainly yeah. it's not that common for women to go to sex workers to have those yeah. fulfilled I think uh, it yeah. depends because I know there's a lady that pops into mind she she's a lesbian mm-hmm. yeah. and she used to um 
go to sex work. I know, right. but that's one yeah. woman out of how many. Yeah. Yeah. I, think it's much, thing. I think the yeah. industry, I certainly think that, and I think it leads to what you're saying. And I wonder if that is true, is that that men's outlet, because they haven't oh, got very that different. emotional processing. Yeah. It yeah, does come out in fetishes and kinks. I never and, really thought of it like that yeah, before. they have their sexual therapy with their sex work. Yeah. yeah, because that's the one thing that I know that where I've been in, sessions yeah. and it gets to like for me the only way I can describe it is it gets very spiritual in the sense of like mm. I'm creating a mm. space as that dominant and that person's giving all of yeah. themselves to me mm. so there's that element of yeah. I'm allowing them to be free yeah I think your type of sex work as well is a lot more like that yeah because it's because it's a full session if that makes sense yes. whereas like the things I do I'll speak to someone on the phone five six yeah. minutes and then they're gone yeah. they might call me I'm again another day yeah 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 over the phone as well because sometimes even when i'm doing phone chat mm. like i'll sit down and mm. i have to connect yeah, i have yeah. to make sure i'm able to understand my client mm. if i want yeah. repeat business yeah 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 you've got to give them, yeah but i want to go back to the question because it's because i'm interested in the fact that your limits were vomiting which i totally understand but also you do some stuff around Defecation, don't you? And oh, yeah. Do you? What? Oh, I get. Yeah, I'm really funny stuff. about toilet stuff. Yeah. But I'm also strangely in, like, me too. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm like, like, I don't want to hear it, but I want to hear it. Yeah. Like, it's, it, it is very much that. It's Tell that taboo stuff. where, for me, the ultimate act of submission mm. is mm. eating my shit or drinking my piss. So, but how can I just. Oh, sorry, do you do it on a plate? Well, well, like, it depends. Just, do they cut it and, like, it's, use it? No, no. <laughs> Do you do? Do you prepare sometimes, one from earlier, or do sometimes you? if I have to? <laughs> no, 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 sometimes. It, <laughs> it, it really depends oh, on the circumstances. Of the with times. Icing sugar. Yeah, sometimes oh, I find something fucked up shit. I've done some oh. fucked up shit. I was having a conversation with a friend because she's a um, patisserie chef, and I was like, "Oh Christ, <laughs> how can I make a cake out of it?" So we had this discussion, and she she was like, "Oh, you know what, sure, you're real fucked up." Do you know I what? Like, I just want to say it's it's very very rare that I feel like the most prudish person in the room. <laughs> but the things that, like it's, trust me, very I'm rare that I, I never feel like eating a cake I ever feel, again. And I know, that's I'm thinking of like a pan, uh, not a pan of chocolate, like a chocolate <laughs> oh, croissant. No, 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 <laughs> She was like, do you know what? Make it as like a um, cake that you kind of have to put in the fridge. I was like, okay, so what? Like a cheesecake? She was like, yeah. Oh. Put gelatin in it. And then she kind of oh, was like... Just throw away the whole fridge God. after that. Like, No, I no. didn't. <laughs> okay, but so how gelatin. can you cope with that? Like, so does it... I mean, I just... Um, Maybe I don't want to know. No, because you know what? If you don't ask, you don't know. So they actually, and when they're eating your poo, they're not like gagging or anything. Sometimes they are. Sometimes they are. So actually, they're finding it quite stressful. This experience, yeah, because it's about, but they're enjoying the stress of it and the disgustingness of it. So it's about pushing boundaries. Do you you decide when they're going to do that, or do they ask you? Some people specifically come and seek sessions for that. You know, and that's their fetish. Is that yeah. quite common? Or? Toilet yes. fetish. I've seen a really? lot of um yes. Yeah. Yeah. Scat play. Oh, that's yeah. another way. Like we like I we either call it scat play or some people refer to it as champagne and caviar. <laughs> well, isn't that remember that 
Two Girls, One Cup. That was scat, oh, wasn't yeah. it? Was it? I can't, yeah. Mm. I, I, I never really watched it. Did you ever watch that, Two Girls, One Cup? No, what they, that? They're shitting in a cup and like But it's all, there was a whole mystery that there was this whole viral thing around it. it went, where, yeah. Where they, at the beginning you didn't know, you just thought it was two girls just like kissing and it looked like normal, like porn. And then they, they're suddenly like mm. both licking from this massive shit in a cup and... The whole point was getting friends to like watch it and then film their reactions because at the beginning they're all excited because they think, wow, and then this shit comes out. And from what you're saying is that some people were probably enjoying watching quite a lot. It's it's, it's, it's another taboo, isn't it? Yeah, I wonder where it comes from. Well, I think like, yeah, but I think um, peeing has been quite... Peeing seems peeing's to be quite common now, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I, I wouldn't it's a lot of peeing that. stuff. Yeah, because um, people kind of get to work out whether like, if you're a squirter, they're like, mm. is it pee or yeah, is it yeah, yeah. juice? I so. guess it, I can kind of understand pee in the sense that you're still looking at the vagina, something's coming out of it. it it's still got sexual And it's the much less disgusting. I mean, it doesn't um, smell. But is it, is it pee does smell. Yeah, pee does yeah, smell. Yeah, pee can smell. If, if you're, you're not drinking, asparagus. if you're not drinking properly and True. you're not, you're not. Yeah, but some people drink their piss for like health, health reasons. Yes. Yeah, 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 I did see something about that. That was in for a while. A bit weird. And what's your limitations, Jay? Um, when you're webcamming, or did people ever ask you to do weird stuff? I don't like being kissed on the mouth. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Julia. No, Roberts. no, no, no. That makes sense. Because when I made porn, is, is, yeah, yeah it's a I very used, intimate yeah, thing. Yeah. When I used to make porn, that was one of my stipulations. There might have been ones where I probably did a bit, but like that feels a lot more intimate. So it's felt more intimate to me. Um, to be honest, mine are quite like. I don't really do anal stuff, mm. uh, p- just purely because I. It's not my. I don't enjoy it. So I don't, don't do mm. it. And also, um, things like bodily fluids has never been my kind yeah. of thing. Because some people yeah. are into um, period play as well. <gasps> no, couldn't do that. Period. <gasps> Came so on my period last night when I was on webcam. Oh no! During yeah. the webcam, yeah, you yeah. need to. Was it visible? We'll have when a discussion on, about yeah. that a bit later. No, I couldn't do period play <laughs> again. It's just no because people want to. Okay, so they book you when you're. There's some people they yeah. might want to, you know, like how we was talking about yeah. earlier on um, used underwear. I know people about oh. tampons. Mm. Thing is, they I want to buy used. There's tampons. two reasons yeah. I wouldn't do stuff yeah. like that. One because I, fi- I I do find it gross. I don't think that's hygienic. And secondly, I feel like I, as a sex worker, so I put so much of myself yeah. out there. I parts of me have to be private yeah. if yeah. you if your period can't be private like what mm. have i got <laughs> but then you know what it's kind of a thing of you're normalizing it because that's how i kind of yeah, look yeah, at yeah. it i don't have any issue with other people doing it mm. but for me personally i just think i can't i need that's your draw the line for myself yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I did that. once do a pm video and i can outdoor pm video I, they're fun oh no <laughs> i agreed to it because i was like yeah yeah yeah. it's more money, something blah, different blah. when had complete stage fright couldn't pee yeah that's the thing yeah a lot of people don't realize <laughs> yeah like, tried to pee trying to pee pushed too hard farted <laughs> but that still makes said, there's a market for that as well and then said there? it was a fanny fart um <laughs> and then was like oh please can you cut that out but they because it happened when i was peeing they couldn't really cut it out and i was just like oh god so oh, it, yeah so that after that there? I was like yes <laughs> so after that I was like no fuck that I'm never doing it. it's just not for me like yeah. toilet stuff I'm quite funny about that stuff anyway I don't know why I always have mm. been but yeah that's so that's my limits kissing on the mouth and pissing so. yeah <laughs>
<laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, yeah. so interesting. What was your theory about where that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff come, comes from? Because why why is somebody sexually turned on by farting or peeing or periods? Or farting is a big one. Yeah, I get a lot of people asking about farting. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny like, when they think you can do it I, on demand. Where I do do custom clips, mm. like I find it very interesting. Mm. Um, like where I sell a lot of the content that mm-hmm. I do sell, it can be on a multitude of sites. And they're specifically geared for fetish. So, can you sell scat videos online, or is there is a Pacific? No, this is the thing, isn't it? It goes back down to laws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Back in twenty twelve, like there was a Mm. lot of laws, and what people don't realise that those laws were it was kind of a sleeping canary. Everybody was looking at it because it's sex work and it's porn. It's naughty. It's taboo. But really, the bigger picture Mm. is that they're trying to police the internet, and you need to really understand that they're trying to police freedom of speech. So what you're saying is they brought in some some new laws that then impacted on sex workers because it restricted what you could post online. Because yeah. a lot of people were looking at sex workers don't actually listen. Sometimes we actually talk a lot of fucking sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen know? to that. Because also. fundamentally, you wouldn't have PayPal if you didn't have certain mm. payment mechanisms. You wouldn't yeah, have But we're videos. not allowed to use PayPal. I know that. As adult. Um, as a, as a, oh, yeah. really? Yes, because yeah. this is the thing, like a Why lot of that? people... They just don't want to look like they're endorsing nah, it. What it is, I'll break it down. Yeah. A lot of these companies are in bed with mm. it's about who who's got money mm. you have to follow the money trail mm. you know and a lot of things they go back down to religion and a lot yeah, of things yeah, that yeah, are yeah. getting pushed yeah. at the moment is not down to the fact yeah. of it's wrong or right it's down to people who have got money and they want to be able to control stuff it's like if you are aware of like the foster festa um, movement out mm. in America where yeah. they're clamping down hard mm. on sex workers. The people that are pushing it is a uh, there's a lady. I read an article. She is a Texan oil billionaire. So she mm. is very religious, mm. very Christian orientated. Yeah. So she don't want no sex workers. So she is actually pushing a lot of yeah. the datum, a lot of the narrative. But those laws, but it goes they're, back they're, down they're, to they're, what they say is that they're there to protect the sex children. workers, but mm. actually they're they, not there. Well, those festival mm. things, they, yeah. they are. They're talking about the, but there's no actual core datum. Mm. Like the date, as one of my my ex partner used to say, mm-hmm. very true statement. There are liars, liars, and then there's statisticians, mm. and you can manipulate statistics to any way mm. you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you of know. Course. Um, so in regards to the laws that have um, taken place back mm-hmm. in 2012, it's like, I can't do extreme caning. I cannot do extreme fisting. I cannot piss What's on people. What's extreme fisting and extreme caning? Okay, I'm sure... I know, fisting people... in itself sounds pretty yeah, extreme. Yeah, pretty extreme. But <laughs> you see how big my hands are, right? <laughs> yeah. Just and know you've got long nails. Oh, yeah. What do you mean? Oh, God, fisting, please. Very, so she's, she's, pointing at she's pointing at her shoulder. Do you mean that you get your whole entire arm and fist up a man's Bum. Yes, I have like done Like a cow. That. Yeah. <laughs> that's the actually, it's so funny you say that because that's the actual gloves that I use. Vets gloves. Vets gloves. Oh, the disposable God. ones. You know when they're putting their hand down the cow's bum when they're... Um, How, is there... Is it something you feel at the, the top? Up into yeah. the intestine or something. Well, this is why I love BDSM. I have a medical fetish. So for me, I'm a nerd. 
so that actually gets you off. Yeah, you feeling like I'm you fine. are being. I'm, I'm, yeah, that's that's a, one a of my fetish. fetish. This well, is not so fitness, but uh, um, for me, the human body is an remarkable mm. piece of engineering. How far can the hand get up? Well, I mean, I don't. Yeah, well, I, is, I, there, is there something like at the okay, top? So like, I don't know. The first you, time I ever you, learned. Yeah. I'll, tell you this, I'll tell you the story of the first time I ever did a fisting session. I was with um, a lady that is really, really lovely. And she's actually recently died. Um, and then there was another guy um, who taught me breath play because that's another fetish that I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard of that one, yeah, yeah. So um, basically we was doing a whole medical scene. That's what the guy, the gentleman's fetish was, medical play. And I was like, I want to come and watch. Hmm. I want to come and learn because that's how we learn yeah, BDSM. Yeah, yeah, like, if I want to, that's why I like BDSM because if there's something I want, I'm curious about, I can go and mm-hmm. there's people that I'm happy to pay them their money. So... I can learn, you know, and especially if they're experienced at what they do and they're good at what they do, you know, you have to have longevity in anything. Mm. So we basically, we had gone down to um, Brighton and she, this particular lady, she had a, she has a dungeon. She had quite a few rooms, Mm -hmm. but she had like the medical stirrups and everything. So I was in my element thinking, yes, I'm going to play real life doctors and nurses. (laughs) So um, basically it was just about, I wanted to know how to do it. So they basically showed me. Mm. So obviously we had lubed him up, yeah. stretched him open, um, and then they were like, "All right, go in." I was like, "All right, oh, go in." They were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." So obviously, if any of you into anal play, I always say lube, 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 and more lube. Yeah. So I started off with one finger, then another, then another. Then I got like my four fingers in. I was like, "Oh, okay." God, so then, then they were like, "Okay, how?" I'm like, "How the fuck am I going to get the rest of this in?" So I kind of, everybody's different. Mm. So some people, their, their, their hole is a bit bigger. Some people are a bit mm. smaller. So I eventually got in. So I got my fist in. I was like, winning. <laughs> I was excited. So then you have another spinster. Because you, when you're doing anal, you have two spinsters. So you have the first one and then you have the second one. So once you get to the second one and you're in home stretch. God. So we got through. I got through the second one, and then I just, just, just like, <sighs> I literally closed. But what they said to me, which was really good for me, because I wanted to feel and I have a real depth of understanding mm. of what I was doing. Mm. So they said, the lady said to me, the lady Dom said to me, close your eyes. So I said, I'm okay. closing mine. <laughs> so I closed my eyes, and she said, just go with the body and let the body do the work, and that's what I did. And before I knew it, I was at the man up here, and I was like, she but, said, open your eyes, and I was like. Fuck me. But can oh, I, I've got a bum on can my I shoulder. Just ask, yeah. Can I just ask you though, like... But it, it takes time. Yeah, you yeah. cannot rush it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, like, the, your bum hole is so small. And I you know we were talking about this earlier in the body being elastic, elastic whatever. Yeah. But it, like, they, surely there's no... I know you're not just going to ram your arm back out, no. but surely... You, you'd still is his bum hole now stretched yeah. for good? No, because it's a muscle. Yeah, so that's what I mean. I don't. So, yeah. So, so it will go. Right. It's it's no different from a yeah. woman giving birth to a to but a child. Is it? Yeah. Because I thought the vagina is a bit different to the bum. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like I, it, I it don't is and it isn't. Yeah. Look, think about gay men and sex. No, yeah. I know, but your arm is thicker than a dick. Yeah, it is. So but I'm just thinking. Forget, is he, there he, lasting... was very, he was very much into um, like it was a real weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. set up. Because if I tell you the rest of the story, you start be like, "What?" Yeah, because he wanted he had a fantasy about wanting to give birth to a baby, so it was kind of a bit of a oh, so kind he, of crazy. He one. needed to feel that in order to be able to imagine. What, this. What's the like? Wow. Do you have to have? 
insurance. Yeah, I was going to say, what if they die? Or not yeah. even, not even die, just like well, you, no, 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 you can like rupture his damage. fucking yeah, yeah. This is why I said, like, when you're playing, yeah. you have to be very careful. Oh, yeah, in what of course, you're of doing. course. You know, like, I, I suppose death is quite a big risk in what. In yes, because I'm into exficiation play. So I'm into breath play, and yeah. that's one of those things that I yeah. don't do breath play with everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you get them to sign something? Like, if mm. I die in this process, like mm-hmm. I wanted to. Yeah, no. The funny thing is, like, a lot of BDSM practitioners, yeah. they do have their papers and waivers of things that. Mm. What's wrong with you? I don't play. Mm. You know, like, have you got mm. anything medical wrong yeah. with you? Because yeah, I God. need to know that. Because yeah. at the end of the day, yeah, you're right. I could go jail. Mm. You know, God. and that's the extreme cases of what I do. Yeah, I if there must have been cases of that. Yes, there is. There was. Um, I remember reading an article about a lady in um, where was she? I believe it was Belgium, and um, that that happened to her. Wow. One of her clients died on her. That's really mm. fucked up. I hope mm. she didn't get. Yeah, punished. I think she did go to jail. I'm not she entirely did. sure, but um, don't quote me. No, um, that's... but. It's well, actually, like this, this moves on actually to quite nicely to, to one of the other questions, which was, have you ever had any frightening experiences? And I guess they probably weren't thinking that that, that probably didn't relate to people nearly dying on you. They're probably talking about actually yeah, f- yeah, frightening, yeah, yeah. Yeah, frightening clients. Is that something that happens? Yeah, when stalkers? men will get obsessive with you. Mm, men can get a bit full on. Have you both experienced that? Yes. I've had, I think I've been all, no, well, l- luckily... Most of my obsessive people have been um, overseas, so I've never felt too threatened by it. Mm. Um, I did actually have a guy from Australia who, at one, he got very, very obsessive, and I think a lot of the time, a lot of men are very angry, so they want to consume your work, but they're also almost angry. I don't know if they're angry at me for doing it or at themselves for wanting to see it. So they struggle with this, like yeah, because it's taboo. Yeah, exactly. And I had goes this back guy. To what I said regarding yeah. people and feelings. I had this guy in Australia who I think he sent me something ridiculous. I got ninety six emails in two days, going back and forth between "I really love your smoking stuff" to "You need to fucking die. I hope you get cancer and rot and die." Mm. Threatening. At one point, he threatened that my family would be. Um, that's what they always want to identify take you to yeah, next level identifying my mutilated pussy on the slab <gasps> and I was like oh. I'm not being funny but I don't think they're going to show that to my mum do you know what I mean she's not going to go that's that is definitely <laughs> but um it, yeah it got very very full on and now because we've got all these laws coming in yeah that kind of thing is a whole different well this is paramount. the problem as well he was in Australia and I I knew where he was in Australia and I contacted the the police mm. in his like he sort of emailed them and they said well you know you you have to go through the police in your country and then they'll pass it on to us and I was like it's probably not gonna happen is it like mm. and it's not okay that somebody thinks that's okay like it doesn't scare me and it doesn't upset me being told these stupid things so I think you don't know me mm. I don't really care but but it's not okay that it can switch yeah, but it's and not okay it that he switch, thinks that's okay. Serious, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I didn't feel like he was gonna do anything, but it's not okay that he thinks well, he wanted that's to scare okay. you. Yeah, he yeah, to scare like you. power. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It, um, yeah. it goes back down to like there's a couple of people that I know that were stalked, you mm. know, and it was down to their websites. Like mm. we kind of take for granted, you know, know. you register your website. 
Mm, you know, and how people. Yeah, you can find will, out. Yeah, they will sit down if they want to stalk you. They yeah. will stalk you. Mm, but even social you know? media, you do things that's legal thinking. stalking. No, but like you, you, you do. You might post. You, put, yeah. I, you know, I think people do that all the time yeah. with me because of my anonymity. I'm always yeah. sort of one step ahead. So if I'm yeah. somewhere. Uh, two hours after I've left there, I'll That's say, I'm yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You'll never find yeah. me there because I don't post for a couple of hours after. But most people who aren't anonymous are literally, I'm here, I'm here yeah. with my child. They fucking look, look where we are. Like sign in on yeah, things. That's what, yeah. 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 yeah, that's what checking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's my main reason why I don't yeah. do geotagging too often. Yeah. Mm. I'll seldomly do it. And when I do do it, mm. it will be when I'm leaving the area. Yeah. I'll post up that tweet. I've never really seen the point in it. Or that anyway. Instagram mm. post. Why you need to tell, like, I've never understood why they even added that as a feature to things. Control yeah, and me. tracking. I'm in McDonald's. Have you never seen um, that program, Hunted? No. Oh, I've heard of it, but I don't think I've seen. I don't think I've watched it. But is it when they follow the celebrities or? Oh no! Basically, like people go on a run for like twenty eight days. And then that's, that's how they, they they sit down and they actually show yeah. you how they can track. Oh. I see things like that would scare me. I think yeah. once I no, start, I watching need to those, know that stuff yeah. because I need to be more aware. Because I'm like, hold on, if if the they're using this as a yeah. game tip, mm. hang on a minute. Let's look at this in the bigger picture. Mm. If they can use it and know it, what the hell's going to be going on if yeah. someone wants to stalk me? So yeah. true. You it's know, scary. a lot of people like I have a PO box. Yeah, same. Yeah, I yeah, do. Yeah, too. Yeah, you same. know, for stuff to yeah. to go yeah. to. Well, someone and put if, my address online once from my Amazon wish list. Oh. So I don't know if anything came of it because I lived in Wood Green at the time. There was loads of fucking weirdos around anyway. So <laughs> I don't know if there was anyone like extra specially weird. But, um, but Wood yeah, Green that's, is notorious that's scary, for weirdos. Though, that somebody can just go. Oh, this yeah. is where and she that's lives. The thing. Like a lot of people kind of don't don't realize yeah. that people will, and that's another thing that yeah. like clients will slut shame. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. and they'll do that kind well, of thing and post you, stuff. You up. have to be even more careful because they come to your your home. Yeah, yeah. So, so how that do must you be... establish the, the sort of safety it's stuff? It's usually around a that. long time, and I've got lots of different yeah. things. Like I know where all my clients live. Yeah, so yeah, I'm like, that's true. Don't let me come to your house. Yeah. But I would never breach that boundary of respect. Yeah, of yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. and I've got my own little ways that yeah. I. I just got them on a little. Have you ever had anything where they've they've come round or whatever, and and it's shit's turned weird? Like no, it's actually turned weird with regular people Mm. than actually my clientele. Right, it's funny how things go, isn't it? Yeah, it's like I'm I'm currently reading um the uh, a book about um prostitutes and. That's what they were talking. They oh, what's it called? Was, I love anything about. I love this, any documentary, mm. book, film, whatever about prostitutes. Right mm. on my street. I don't know why. It's a weird fascination. No, because it's depth of understanding. Yeah, mm. I think or people want to go and know something. It's a better understanding that mm. you have of it. This it is called? what I've got. So this the is revolving. called revolting prostitutes. Oh. The fight for sex workers' ah, rights. I get it's it now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of my... Mac and Molly Smith. I need to read that. Yes, you do. Looks I think really everybody good. needs to. Um, yeah. It's a very balanced, authentic. What I've read so far of it of mm. the truth. Yeah, excellent. Like, and they're both sex workers, and they're doing it in a balanced way. Mm-hmm. And I'm finding it quite interesting. I like yeah. the orange pages. Yeah, I like it. I like that too. It actually looks like a nice little book. If I could show it, I would. Right. Um, the next question is, do you enjoy sex as part of work as much as sex in your private life or is it completely different? Has being a sex worker or working in the sex industry blurred your boundary or blurred how your normal sex life is? Mm, not, I'll let you go first because um, your sex is different from my yeah, sex. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, when I was making porn, I it, it, it was work. Like I didn't view it as normal sex, even though it was sex. It was yeah. nothing different than what I would do in my normal sex. So I didn't view it as like I was there to work. It didn't mean that I couldn't enjoy it in the moment, but on the whole, my focus wasn't on that. It was just on getting the right shots, making sure we would, you know, getting what we needed. Um, but I think it did give me almost like a safe space, like we were talking about earlier, to yes. do things that I wouldn't have done in my normal sex life. Mm-hmm. Things that like... It's the same thing with yeah. BDSM, because yeah. I find a lot of my clients, they come to me because they don't feel comfortable yes, doing in it in expressing their, yeah. it to their partner. Yeah. You know, where it's like this two-tier system where they feel that they can't do certain things with their partner because it's their partner. Yeah, yeah, but they're happy you to go, yeah. to so go and do that. So that's interesting that you experienced that. I mean, yeah. when, when you were filming porn, did you... Because one of the issues that I have with mainstream porn is mm. that it's not what I consider to be ethical porn in the sense that I don't always yeah. think it shows... I don't think it shows a female pleasure. I think it tends to be quite male. Yeah, the focus is on the male ejaculation. Predominantly... You have to, most of the people that actually work in the porn industry are men. But not mm. the, the consumers of porn are not all, all men. Yeah. W- women are consuming mm. porn more and more now. And, and actually it's like you have to go to this niche market in order to, Fetish. to find Because that's where but you find, find a lot of where the you indie. see actual yeah. women coming. But I've always found that like, it, with that as well, I don't feel like there's a grey area because I've always found that like with woman based <coughs> porn written by women produced hmm. by women blah, blah blah I haven't watched a lot of it so I may be wrong but from what I have seen it always tended to be a lot more storyline based a yeah. lot more oh sensual and like we don't always want to see that no, just because I don't definitely yeah. for me I'm no, but just because I don't want to see a woman's throat getting like fucked yeah. doesn't yeah. mean that I, I need to see like yeah but you want to see I, totally, I mean the only yeah, time yeah, yeah. I ever watch porn is I, I and, and I know that this is probably not good because actually mm. it doesn't help sex workers because there's mm. so much free porn out there now mm. that actually it's dis- it's destroying people yeah, yeah. who are trying to make a, a living out of it but if, if I want to come quickly just make myself orgasm yeah, quickly yeah. I would just go into Pornhub or look at Cunnilingus or something yeah, yeah. woman on woman and I have to look at that to you be actually a, a, search a, the word Cunnilingus yeah do you not search <laughs> pussy looking <laughs> No, I'm, I'm looking for educated porn. Cunnilingus. Fellatio. Make me feel better. Because I don't want to see fellatio. Because no, blowjob, no, seeing a blowjob just doesn't no. tell me on. And actually, if if there is any um, like blowjobs or whatever, I'll forward yeah, through all same, of that bit. I'll yeah, just get to the little one bit and then within three yeah. minutes or something, I'm cool. Oh yeah, I don't that, watch 20 minutes. So. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to see him arriving at her house and them having a long massage yeah. or whatever like that. Like, let me just get just to, get the, to the point. Yeah, just, and, and that's all that I want to see. Mm. Um, but I think that most most porn does seem to be mm. unrealistic to me about actually how sex feels good. Yeah, but a lot of the things that you see on the porn, the the free tube sites, they're mm. just edited in a very particular way. Yeah, mm. you know, because if you sit down and actually watch the men. whole clip, sometimes it can be very different. Because mm. we're um, in 2016, yeah, right, I went to AVN. What's yeah. that? Um, Porn Awards. Oh. Um, so a, fr- a a lady that I know, she um, won some time in a particular company's booth mm. that they do because a lot of people, if you want to buy porn, clips for sale people, um, they are a company that are based online and they're a streaming service and that's how mm. we will sell mm. our porn. They particularly, particularly deal with fetish. 
Yeah, that's where the money is now that's, because there's so much free. And normal, that's what I was just about to say. Like, but that's the reason why a lot of the laws mm. have changed because mm. the big porn houses, the big industries, yeah. the big porn yeah. companies, they can't maneuver as fast as an independent. Yeah. And that's where the money is starting to shift. It's going back to the porn star, mm. you know, because. Mm. Like, for example, if you like a particular porn star, if she's got social media, you can go and follow her. Yeah. She might have a clips for sales. She might have her yeah. I want clips. She might have a kink bomb. But she, you can actually get a custom made clip for mm. your specific needs via that lady. Because mm-hmm. that's what I do. Yeah. So then you start to become in a very niche market. Mm. And then you're, made, you're getting porn that is made for you yeah. mm-hmm. as the individual. And that's what the porn houses don't like. So they, but they've had to really acknowledge yeah. fetish yeah. now, and they've had to acknowledge like the indie porn stars that are up and yeah. coming and mm-hmm. that are doing their thing. Yeah, you know, because at the end of the day, they're making their content. Yeah, people are buying it. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Actually, because it's almost given a different dynamic again to the term porn star. Like I'm doing the quotation marks mm. um, because for me, a porn star is someone who's in mainstream porn that's how I've always viewed someone like your big names like Jenna Jameson Chrissy Mack like people like that but there is this whole whole layer of of women who've never been in those kind of films who are making a fortune from selling their own porn Porn. clips but to me, but you've also I still wouldn't class thing. them as porn stars, mm. even though they are yeah, no, making right. a substantial living off it. And then you've I still got the, don't all the different think of them as sites like as well. Like there's stars. um one that I know of called um, English Mansion, where they just solely deal with um yeah I've seen fetish, them yeah 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 mm-hmm. you know yeah um then you've got other ones like um Pandora Blake where she's a um activist as well as sex worker oh. um and she was do- she took the government to court. Oh wow! Um, is she in, in the UK? She's in the UK because yeah. she has a website which is about it's a lesbian dreams of spanking, uh-huh. and that was going back down to the porn laws in 2012, and she took mm. them to court and won. Oh wow! Yeah. I'll have to look into that. But back to because back to the question, which was, do you enjoy sex as as part oh, yeah, of work sorry. as much as sex in your private life, or yes. is it different? Yeah, so do you, you do like do you BDSM have, stuff in your in my personal, personal yeah. sex life? When you have yeah, sex with yeah. your partner, is it like, do you just have missionary ever and just be done with it? Or does it always get into it depends on what It depends on what we both want. Sometimes I just want some vanilla sex and I'll put my legs on my shoulders and take the fuck. <laughs> other times I'll be like, babes. Come and choke me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Babes, can I put on my vet's glasses? Have and... your partners always been like submissive my... or not submissive to the extent of like your no, clients? My partners have been kinky. Right. right. Okay. You yeah. Because there's a difference between submission and kink. Yeah. 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 Where people yeah. are kinky, they're into specific things. Yeah. You know, whereas submission is very different. Yeah. Different way to view life. You yeah. Know, because yeah. at the end of the day, they're doing what I want them to do. Yeah. You know? In my little, my so in in your relationship, not sexually. Do you are you, do you usually play the dominant partner, the role of the dominant partner? Just not in, all just the generally. Time. So so the men that you tend to date or fall in love with, quite dominant men or quite submissive men. Both. I tend to find switches. They normally portray to everybody that yeah, yeah they're, they're dominant, like dom, but yeah. I'm like 
I like a man like that who can do either. Yeah. Like, not probably to the extent I don't want him eating my shit. But <laughs> like, no, I'm not yeah. eating that myself. But like, uh, I do like a man who can kind of switch it up and be one or the yeah. other. Because but I think I, a lot I of men my, don't want to. To be fair, submit, I want my they? partner to have feelings so mm. I can understand where he's mm. going, where he's coming from, and where he's going. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to have that level of communication Usually with they my just partner. Go, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> So, so this is the next question is, uh, what is the weirdest thing that you've been asked to do? Oh, there's too many. We've kind of been down that route a little bit already. I think, yeah, I think you've more than answered that one. Yeah, I suppose. I don't know. I think that one is too broad. I think there's so many. It's the weirdest thing that I thought was funny at first is when I did, I made a guy a sploshing clip and he was like, I want you to. Sploshing. Okay. I'm going to tell you. I quite like splashes. So do I. It's fun. fun. And I did a foot fetish one. So I was basically pouring um, food over my feet. It's like... And I was telling him to lick it off because it was a POV. Yeah, it's kind of like... Like cakes, custard. Custard, jelly, chifles. Like mess, just messy food play. Yeah. Um, I used to do a lot of gunging. Remember gunge from like the 90s TV show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, do you think Noel Edmonds was into sploshing then? Because he used to pour gunge in his house party, didn't he? Mm. Every, every, uh, I did quite a few gunge. Mr. Blobby. I didn't like the gunging stuff though because you've got a fully like, oh, go, full pal. Where the fuck does this shit come from? Like, I can't Mm. imagine. I just say it to everybody as this. Fetish is no different from a guy specifically liking a specific thing. So some guys, they like black girls. Some mm. guys, they like Asian girls. Some guys, they like feet. Some guys are a boobs man. Some guys mm. are uh, um, a bum man, mm. you know? That's what really it is. It's just kind of breaking no, it down into a No, but don't you think it comes from a more way. like, because obviously, you know, I, I you, you have a sexual preference for say like tall guys or whatever. That's really quite different to having a sexual preference for feet. Tall guys who mm. like you know, who want to splash fucking wine over you before. You know what I mean? It's quite a specific... Yeah, like, they go back the down splash, to... They, like, they say they, it, things go back down to your childhood. Somewhere. Yeah. I think it's you something know. that like triggers a memory or mm. like, I, like... I'm no psychologist, but I think maybe, you know, when you're kind of becoming sexual and you're kind yeah. of exploring mm. maybe it's something that you link to that period in your life yes. that's what I think you know I might be wrong yeah. maybe some people just I don't know but it, I always like find where it, it comes from I always find it funny that it's like what are the chances that it's not just you who's into bursting blooms but there's yeah. Yeah, 10,000 other people that's what people. the internet has yeah. done and that's what yeah. the internet yeah. is. and I don't think we should judge people oh, whatsoever no, no, I, no, I think to us internet, it's kind of like for the, in, the beautiful thing about the internet mm. is that it's being able for people yeah, to feel yeah. Normal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it is normal. And that's the thing, you know, even though I'm sitting here going, what the fuck? No. Like, why would he want to do that? Actually, when you, you know, despite the kind of hysteria yeah. around it, yeah. it is really normal. Whatever you're into, yeah. whether you have to stick a microphone up your bum in order to, to come, yeah. that's what works for you. And and you should never feel like a weirdo or you should never allow anybody but to you make you right, feel... But you are right though, because even though I do this as a job and I know people who are into quite literally anything and everything... In my personal life, <coughs> if somebody said to me, I really like if you pop some blues, I would think, oh, strange. Yeah. But even though it's so normal to me, in yeah, my yeah. personal life, I would still think, like, I wouldn't judge them for it, but I'd think, oh, that's odd. Yeah. Like, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's funny, isn't it? Yeah, but, it's, it's, it is interesting. Mm. Um, so another question that we've got to say is, what do you do if you find a client or a co-star really unattractive? 
How's that handled? I don't think I've ever found anyone like... A lot of the people I've worked with would maybe be people that I wouldn't have ended up with, say, if I'd met them in a club. Mm. It's maybe not someone I would have picked, selected myself, but I've never felt like, oh, God, please don't touch me. Do you have any right not to go ahead with it? You you know beforehand who you're going to be working with. You don't kind of just turn up on the day and they go, oh, fuck that man. Um, So, yeah, if if I ever did feel like... I really couldn't then mm. but I, I think you're in you're literally in work mode like I, do, I don't think yeah. yeah I don't need to be aroused because ultimately it's him who needs to get the erection mm. and luckily nobody's ever lost it so far um, which I'll take <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so it, it, to me it's just work like mm. I wouldn't necessarily sleep with them in my personal life yeah. but, but yeah but for me I'm, I'm, I'm a high hygiene freak Basic mm. manners. So if they really smell or... I'll tell them, like, yeah. um, but yeah, we need to go and take a shower. Can yeah. I not think? Mm. I'm very much a stickler for that kind of thing. But would you, have you ever found somebody so sort of repellent that you just think, I can't, this business interaction cannot work between us? No, I've actually been all right. I'm mm. generally, but I'm very much like, we've been with same that I've I used when I had my website up I was very much like this is the type of things I expect of you yeah, if you're coming to yeah. session with me it's basic yeah so you, you know? really yeah you set your boundaries very clearly and they, and they stick to them but yeah. I think you're so you're in such a powerful position aren't you like I guess with the with, with what you do yeah um that they're gonna listen and respect you yeah yes and no do you know what I mean you still get mm. people that are gonna be habitual line steppers mm. that yeah. are gonna try and push your limits do they do that on purpose though to yes, try to, and piss you off yeah right yeah and the best thing is silence is golden people <laughs> what so you piss them off more by not getting pissed you, yeah okay so it's all a big see oh I can't oh, no. I wish that I psychological warfare yeah 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 I'm shit at it any type of psychological warfare uh, in any part of my that's life that's why I like, could never I no like, I just for me it's just no. boundaries you know at the end of the day like boundaries are everything they're there mm. to protect you mm-hmm. as well as they're there mm. to protect that Absolutely. person yeah. and I mean that across the board not just yeah, in media yeah. same, just in life yeah. you know yeah. a lot of people don't have that articulation where they feel comfortable mm. in saying actually you know what I didn't like what you did to me don't mm. let it slide let it slide let it slide let it slide and mm. then blow up mm-hmm. and then you're not really dealing with it properly yeah, you know yeah, and then people true. be like oh you're a horrible person no you've just been disrespecting my boundaries mm-hmm. yeah you yeah, know yeah, so that's yeah. why I love BDSM because it is about continuous yeah. education yeah. and communication mm-hmm. you have to be constantly communicating to get the best yeah. type of experience yeah because I'm an experienced junkie yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know it to me everything is about experience Absolutely. because you either remember good experiences mm. or shit experiences yeah you don't really remember the yeah. middle of the road so I'm going to go for two more questions now because I realise that we've been going for a while. Um, this woman wants to know, how do I bring it up with my partner that I want to dominate him? How do I become a lifestyle dominatrix? So there's difference, isn't there? So a lifestyle dominatrix is somebody who does it with their own partners as opposed to a professional dominatrix yeah. who does it and gets paid for it. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> Have that honest conversation. Um see where he's at and how he kind of views stuff mm. you have to test the water mm-hmm. I say like he, he must be like 
she must get an inkling that he yeah. might be into it already, yeah. mustn't she? Because I wouldn't just punch him in think, the face and no, then no. The but that's the thing. A lot of people think that most doms that we're just gonna be continuous yeah, yeah, yeah. bitches yeah. all the time. Yeah. No, I'm a human being. Mm. You know? It's so like complex, isn't it? The, like the world of doming. It's not just like because I think you. It's like you were saying earlier about how the media portrays things. When I think, well, not so much now because I'm in that industry, but I remember being younger and seeing in like the sun and all those tabloid newspapers um mps who'd go to dominatrix mm. and you'd always see leather clad like yeah, pvc yeah. like you, you don't see it. the mind it, the stuff the behind thing. it do you everybody's got that preconceived yeah exactly idea, that's what i mean and it's that hypersexualization. Yeah. Yeah. it's like everybody's thought yeah. is that it's like sometimes when i'm doing my bdsm yeah. sessions i'm not in latex yeah i'm not in anything more than i might be in office wear mm. you know don't get me wrong there's been times where i've been sessioning and someone's um, Skyped me and said, you know what? I would like a session. I'd be like, well, you know what? You're going to get a session, but it's two o'clock in the morning in England. And I've got my headscarf on and I've got my pajamas <laughs> yeah. on. And I said, this is how you're going to take me, <laughs> you know? So it's not about yeah, what yeah, the yeah. clothes are. It's how the individual is. Yeah. You know? Well, would you say that, uh, I mean, definitely. Uh, I to, would say. To me, the answer is always communicate, speak yeah. to him, find out how he feels. Yes. But what would you recommend as somebody? Because like for me, I wouldn't even know the first way to even start. How what, would I read some books or Google some things? Or Buy where would lube. you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Get if you're a bucket into- of lube. And then which books do I read after there. that? It depends on what what things you as an individual want to explore. Like when I first come into BDSM, I was very much into strap-on play. Mm. So for me, I was like, all right, let me go and read. Uh, let me go and find things about strap-on play. So mm-hmm. yeah, I started to buy some ethical porn. I started to buy mm. the porn. And I was mm. like, all right, cool. Then um, I started to read. Um, the book that I first read was SNM, SM101. And that was like a nice overall synopsis of mm-hmm. BDSM. And then... So what's it called? SNM 101? Yeah. Okay. Um, then that's like a standard staple. It's a black and white cover um, book. Then I started to go out. I started to Google like there's lots of different... It, it, it's good, but it's bad. I refer, I'll have a talk about that. Fet life. Oh yeah, yeah. Because Fet Life is pretty cool because it's like a kinky Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can go on that online community and mm. people like you have your own profile and people join groups and you can tell people what you're into just off the back. So it kind of breaks down that barrier. Yeah. Like a lot of people who are into fetishes, they might go to a vanilla um situation and mm. feel uncomfortable that they don't know how they're going to be able to express themselves mm-hmm. to a person who doesn't have any fetishes you know whereas with fet life and other um social medias which are related to kink mm-hmm. those things are already there you're already they're already on the shelf yeah people already know you're all so there for the same taboo. reason it's yeah. not a taboo yeah. so you're looking at it very differently so then I started to use FetLife and yeah. then I started to go to munches. Munches are basically places or groups or events where people will go and find other kinky people. And mm-hmm. you're just sitting down and talking to people just normally, mm-hmm. you know. Just dressed yeah. normally, like yeah. Yeah. normal bar. Then I started to go to clubs. Right. Yeah, actually, I think I, think I went clubs first before I went to, to, to the munches. I did it the other way around. 
you know. So when I started to go to yeah. fetish clubs, like I my my ex partner, he was fanatical about latex. Mm. So I was like, hmm, okay, fair enough. And then I was like, I'm not sure about this latex, but I did like PVC. But mm. I loved I loved dressing up. Mm. So it was enough a reason yeah. for me to actually so start dressing up, up. that exploration yeah. side of things. So, so I suppose just lead into mm, it. Yeah, and... just do it balancefully. Um, I would say where if they if I knew where they were in 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 the UK or wherever, everywhere has mm. a BDSM a community, a community that they can. Yeah. yeah, and it sounds from what you were saying earlier that actually people are quite kind in that community and they want to teach others. And so, yeah. you know, if you know somebody who's into that, you can speak to them and they can yeah. start giving you a guide about how. The yeah, best but way not just that. You can also go to a professional. Mm-hmm. And my mm-hmm. thing is that if you're going to mm-hmm. a professional. Pay them for their time yeah. and yeah, sit yeah. down and have proper conversations with them yeah. because they'll be able to conduct you in a manner. It's like I have a friend, she owns a, du- a dungeon down in Hoxton. She's now started to actually do yeah. events where you can go to the dungeon and yeah. she will sit down. Just to learn and look around. Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah, that's really cool. cool. But there's lots of places that do actually do that. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you go to like places where you can buy fetish equipment and fetish clothing, you know, you'll find, you'll connect the docs. It's like every um, Sunday just gone, there's an event once a month and they do, it's a market, it's a fetish market where you can buy latex, you can Mm. buy canes, you can buy things, you know, you can buy the tools of your trade or the things that you're into, you know, and you can, you can engage with people. Mm -hmm. And then in the evening after the market's finished, they have a little play session. So you can actually watch people. You can talk to people And like you get to know people and people yeah. will just start to connect with you. Yeah. You know, that's a good that's a good way to start. I don't know if this girl is actually in the UK, but I mean I certainly think this sounds like there'll be lots of resources online, online, online yeah, or whatever. And that's the thing, like if you use your social media and get people like you can start mm. following people on Twitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's all there. Yeah. You just gotta use your brain. Yeah. Engage your brain and you'll go far. Yeah. And not just that, have common sense with what you do. Yeah. yeah, yeah Especially yeah. if you're into BDSM like a lot of people think that because you're submissive you're supposed to take any shit no Mm. you know you still have your boundaries same thing as me as a dominant I still have my boundaries Mm. like a lot of people will go into situations and they don't use the common sense Mm -hmm. apply everything that you would do normally in a vanilla situation vanilla situation by the way people is in what we refer to normal in quotation marks (laughs) yes So the the last and final question, actually we had a lot more questions, but I, I haven't had a chance to answer them. Uh, maybe I, have, I might have to get you back. No, that's fine. If that's possible, because I've re- I really have enjoyed this one. Yeah, it's been really fun. I've learned a lot. And so have I. Have like, you? honestly, <laughs> I feel like like my head's been under a fucking, uh, what's it called? Like a rock? I don't bloody know, but anyway. <laughs> um, right, so last and final question is, best sex tips? I guess for for heterosexual women mm. or gay men, but I suppose they don't need to know. I've always wondered that actually. Do gay men have to like give much better blowjobs because they just? That's know. how I used to watch I, porn. I, I always I used to see, watch gay yeah. porn to give good head. They must know. I always they? see it in like films and stuff. They always say, "Oh, you don't know good head until you've had it from a gay man." So I don't know. Mm. Well, I I see the logic because that's know. what I used to say to people. Because yeah. my attitude is this: no one's gonna know the human body better than that person Never of that, that sex yeah true that's true you know but yeah but you say that but i've gone down on a lot of girls for work i don't really think i'm very good at it 
But then have you ever But you asked? must have more of an idea than a lot I'd of I'd like men. to think so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're probably right, actually. Yeah. But no, but maybe but because it doesn't get me off, yeah. I'm not putting but as me, much. But me, I'm quite... Yeah. Even when, I've, really, uh, when I think it. about my sorry personal about that, life... guys, if I've ruined the poem for you. <laughs> yeah, sorry, carry on. Even when I think about my own personal life, I'm very much like, does this feel good? What do you like? Mm, what don't you not yeah. like? And I think that that is about communication. Because you know what? Yeah. There's been guys that have gone down on yeah. me and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Mm. Feels like some washing machine and it's not yeah. quite working. Yeah. And I'm like... Like, but I wonder if I wonder if it is because like their ex or whatever who they did that washing yeah, machine thing, thing on really did love it and everybody's uh, just different or was she thing. just faking it the whole yeah. time? And that that's, the, that's the thing I was going to come to. Like people need to have them honest communications with sex, mm. yeah, and yeah, have them yeah. honest conversations and say like as a woman, say to your partner if mm. that doesn't feel good, tell them. Yeah, yeah, you know, it so, can be difficult to do that though, especially when they're really trying and then you it, feel you like you don't want to. Embarrassing. Yeah. But it's not about embarrassing. It's about having good sex. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, so you're both enjoying it. Mm. It's not, as you said earlier, Ron, that you're just some, yeah, like, doing some it for them, yeah. lifestyle um, human yeah. masturbator for a yeah. man. No. Yeah, exactly. You know? So, what cool. do you have any? So, your one of your sex tips was watch gay porn. So, <laughs> you can learn <laughs> how to give a blowjob from I, there. No, I would say, like, lube. Oh, wow. <laughs> lube, lube. I think I'm we need to be sponsored by KY Jelly. <laughs> no, we don't use KY Jelly. The best, what do I use at the moment? What am I using? Liquid silk's not too bad. Oh, yeah, you used to use that one a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, because I do a lot of, as I would say, bum bum play. Um, <laughs> <anal>. <laughs> Bum bum and poo poo play. <laughs> not so much the poo poo play, but the bum bum play, that's my oh. thing. Um, I would always use a good quality silicone lube yeah you've got to be careful mm. what you use for lube because some yeah. things can destroy condoms yes. so don't, don't yeah, ever use baby so oil or anything yeah. like that you've got yeah, to be very careful Vaseline. yeah mm. sometimes Vaseline people do that dodgy. Vaseline I wouldn't yeah. good god it's a bit old Presto. school yeah. I know it's very yeah. 80s isn't it yeah. Yeah. you'd be surprised <laughs> you know like spit that's another one people be like just spit in my ass. I'm like no <laughs> I don't think so <laughs> what kind of woman do you think I am I just look at them and like you're stupid I'm like, so, I so I guess really the best sex tip is to just be enjoying yourself yeah. and actually don't try and put on a performance because I think that is one of the other the other reasons. Oh no, why. I do put on a performance. Well, I think sometimes for me, me putting on a performance has stopped me from being able to have an orgasm because I'm thinking more yeah, about what I look that. like. I'm yeah, thinking yeah, yeah, more yeah. about the pleasure that I'm giving yeah. him than actually receiving the pleasure that he's. Yeah. Giving I would me. say as well, don't worry about the things that like because we're obviously our own worst critics mm-hmm. all the things about my body I think oh god oh god don't look at that mm. they don't give a shit do they no. like my belly I'm thinking oh god bruise it in and I'm thinking he's not key. one he can't even fucking see it from behind mm-hmm. and two like <laughs> I just think sometimes they can really see my belly from matter. behind depends how much I'm, I hear when they reach around really, and grab it like, fuck off oh it's <laughs> really shit isn't it yeah but then some men find that they do they do and the thing is that we have to remember mm. is if they're having sex with us they're probably enjoying what they see I've I've had that feeling too you know like if you've been on top and you lean over and suddenly your yeah. boobs look like East just these empty one, yeah. sacks of like oh, and you think oh and it ruins sex for you because yeah, you're like you're totally focused conscious on about your saggy yeah. tits or whatever no I'm just um, focused on coming as yeah. long as I'm coming I'm okay I don't give a fuck about it and yes. actually I think if you're focusing on coming and you're mm. focusing on having a good time and your own pleasure that you're receiving you will inevitably be having good sex because you'll be relaxed yeah. you'll be in the moment you'll be zoned in you'll be, you'll be yeah. enjoying it um, 
Would you, yeah. do you, what do you think? I don't think I've got any sex advice. That's quite sad, isn't it? I don't know. I'm trying to think. I don't have it. Think I'm, so, I'm sitting it. here oh, like, this, this is I'm my gonna... sex advice. I haven't had sex my for like, fucking yeah, ages. Like, um... <laughs> I had sex last I'm night, but I was late. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're That's late. why I was late. <laughs> Safe. I wo- I woke That's quite up. cruel to me. I you can't up. get any penis, and you arrive late to my podcast because you were getting it. Yeah, no, I so woke up. Good job he did wake me up. <laughs> oh, thank him for that. I did say to him, I was like, "Oh, thanks for waking me up." He's like, "You still sleeping?" I'm like, "Yes." I don't want to hear about it. Sorry, I'm not. Mm. I'm not interested in your Sorry. happy sex life. <laughs> oh, that's no, another thing. I'll tell you something interesting. Cockholding. That's that's my tip. I only just learnt what that means. Oh, yeah, even though apparently big. it's a, sh- a Shakespearean term. Yes. Oh, go and follow. Learned, you yeah, know what yeah. my sex tip will be every, for everybody. Go and follow. Um, oh, what is her name? Is it Horse of Yours? Yeah. Because she does like medieval sex things and all historical sexual. It's really cool. Yeah, really cool. Really, really, really cool things. Horse of Your, I think it's called. Y O R E. Like the old. Is that on Instagram? No. I don't know if she's on Instagram. Yeah, Twitter. And she does. Really cool. She just has random things about sex. Like I think she's, she's a, like a sex. She's a, uh, I think a sex she's a, historian or something correct. like yeah, that. She like, is. Yeah, yeah. So interesting. What a random job, but like I love yeah. it. It's just I, like, I how do you get something? There's something on Netflix called I think it's Sex and Love Around the mm. World or something like that. And the, I was watching an episode Ooh, about um, one on me. I haven't seen that. How it's the really fuck interesting. Did I that one? The, the, the first episode that I saw, this woman goes to Tokyo where there's all of this stuff wrapped around sex. I mean, it's yeah, very sexualized yeah. culture, but then there's there's a lot of taboos around it, even with your own wife. It's it's yeah. not common to say I love you. Yeah, yeah. It would not be okay to to have public mm. displays of affection, even if you're married. Uh, like holding hands and kissing and stuff, yeah. but the, you know, <coughs> I think men are quite open about using um, sex workers. Yeah, but there's just all these taboos uh, around um, sex. But what they mm. looked at was that that actually sex is really steeped in Japanese culture. And around the 1700s, they had all these um, pieces of art that they found, which mm. was like a guide that you would give to newly married people or whatever. It was really explicit, <laughs> like drawings of. It was really cool. And there was often other people involved in these pictures and whatever. And apparently, I think around the 18, 1800s, I think Victorian times, when the British Empire tried to come mm. and take over the world, mm. that's when control started being put on to sex, these yeah. sex guides and these art, these pieces of art were destroyed. Um, and that's when all the taboos came in because I guess British empire wanted yeah. to colonialize i don't think they did with japan i don't know my history no. well enough right. but, but it was all about our, us controlling it and completely putting our own needs onto other people's um se- sexual identities like because obviously we were so from the victorian times and a, we were all really yeah. repressed in in britain but we, we was and we wasn't because yeah. you kind yeah, of like are. Yeah, if you read some of the articles yeah. that Horror of Yours does, are very, very yeah, interesting. Yeah, I'd really like to have a look at It's that. really cool. But you yeah. see, it is weird, though, isn't it? Like, sex is such a fundamental part of literally life. Yeah. Like, yes. you have to procreate. That's the mm-hmm. whole point. And it just baffles me that it's still such a... a thi- like, That's why I say it yeah. goes it's back so down to... It goes yeah. back yeah. down to it? religion. It is weird. Yeah. It, religion, it's religion, it's and control. control. Yeah. It's, it's 
is uh, yeah. Con- it's the idea of, of sex for pleasure is is the issue, isn't it? If yeah. we not the, could, yeah. if the world would be such yeah. a much better place if we could get it to the point where nobody gave a shit who who you had sex with I or don't, how you I had sex see or what that turns happening. you on. I just don't see that no, happening. I mean, I, I, I see it getting more lenient, more yeah. accepting. But I just I just can't I think imagine it's, it's, people it's people, going, having, people being that open. I really can't. I just think it's more about people having honest and open mm. conversations, and there's no shame in what you yeah. talk yeah. about. Yeah. Like, I just for me, I'm pretty yeah. like do what the fuck mm. you want to do. I'm like that. Life's too short. I feel that there's too much things that are more pressing that we need to deal with like oh, paedophilia <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what I mean yeah, like, then, not sex work look at yeah, the paedophilia yeah, behaviour yeah, do you know anymore. what I mean yeah. so, so yeah. but we, we have to wrap this up now we have to come to an end fucking hell I've learned so much I know I feel so much more sexually well-rounded You're going to go into the weekend a new woman. Who oh, knows? I am. Why I start exploring what fetishes <laughs> I've got. I You'll don't be think I've got fist any. up an arse by Sunday afternoon. I'll oh, be vomiting on people. And <laughs> you could team I'm up. I'm sure you've got fetishes. I don't, but I would like to so have one. you don't one. like shoes? No, I'm not mad into Have you really anything. not got anything that you... Or maybe something C- specific you like. See, yeah. there you go. Yeah, I guess yeah, that's, that's a bit of vanilla in it. I like having my vagina licked. Yeah, but when they're clitoris. doing it good, then yeah. It's not really a fetish, so I'm not really like obsessed with it in any way. Mm. I don't turn it into a big thing like, I want to sit on your face and have you nearly die or whatever. <laughs> that would should. be like... <laughs> Maybe I should. I don't know. But no, I don't. I wish I did. I wish I did. Because I think it's Maybe quite cool. Maybe you just need to come gallivanting with me and we can come and explore some shit. I'm up for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> New career yeah. Why I, the I, hell I could just take his, like, a, my podcast along with me and do it. Like, a, an All on, it would be would be what you, you like, on location. Oh, yeah, it would be oh, me just ruining these people's fantasies the, by going, just, <laughs> 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 oh, oh, God. It's funny. I took one of my friends to a fetish event last week because she'd always known about what I do. And she's she's naturally always bullying everybody. I'm like, all right, come on, child. And she was had time off of work because mm. it was during the week. I said, oh, pedestal's on tonight. She was like, I want to go. And I was like, woman, I'm dressed in my bed all cosy. She was like, but I want to go. I was like, all right, fucking get ready and find your ass at my house. <laughs> so um, we went and I took her. And the one thing that she said to me that was so um, profound, she was like, I understand why you really enjoy what you do now. Mm. Oh, she was that's like, good, isn't it? I understand the freedom in what you do. Yeah. Because people were walking around, like there was guys walking around cross-dressing. Um, there was women trampling on men. There was people mm. getting canes. Nice, there nice. was one of the ladies that I know, she was there. What, like a Wednesday night? Yeah. <laughs> it was a Thursday night, actually. That's the funniest. Thursday night, Friday morning in fire. It's like a work tomorrow. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, so like, there's all different rooms in this particular event. And so she saw one of my friends and I started up talking to her. Um, and she was like, oh my God, that's me. I need to be like her. I mm. said, you can't be, yeah, child. Yeah, do it. The world is your oyster. Oh um, my God, I love nice it. What a, place what to a poignant yeah. ending. Yeah, I don't have anything of any like depth to add. But... <laughs> I think oh, well. you've, had, you've given us enough today. I've given don't you worry all I about have. that. Right, thank you so much for coming. Thank you guys for listening. No problem. Thank you for I having us. I really enjoyed this podcast and uh, I'll see you again soon. See you later. Bye.